Yo, welcome to So So Scrutiny Podcast. I'm Corey Stotts, your host, and this is my co-host, Robert Main, my claim to fame. Nice. And I also have our special guest, Andre Leon, cut down to the bone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a pretty good one, I That's think. Good. That's good. I like that. Topical. Especially with, yeah, especially with today's topic. What's today's topic? Corey? Today's topic is everything Halloween, and we're going to be talking to Andre a little bit about his uh, writing for a horror um, column. Yep. Publication. Um, mm-hmm. And we're just going to have some fun, talk about scary shit, talk about some a scary album we listened to. <laughs> not really. is isn't that scary, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not scary. I'm trying to think of a way of making it try to scary, but yeah, I'm never going to listen to it again. I'll say that. <laughs> it scared you off. Scared you off. Scared me off. There we go. And pop, then, pop quiz. Um, it's funny because I don't know, but I should know. You know, you know the song. It's an 80s song, of course. Uh, Do you know? Boingo, Boingo, Danny Elfman, who played Jack Skellington. That's the OG. That's the not who's playing it. Oh, Trick question. Okay, my so bad. That's right. Hey, I'll, give you, I'll give you ten points though for that though. <laughs> this was on one of those like eight. Or Is Punk it Save the Day? No, it's a thorn for every heart. Oh, I remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Local boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel. think they were. Yeah, yeah, I think they were. They're yeah. like an emo band, but, but yeah, nice. all those punk goes eighties or punk goes whatever albums are always pretty great. So. Dude, this is a really good cover. It is. Yeah, I thought it was. Some good. of them are, co- yeah, some covers aren't so good, but these these guys did a really yeah, good job. Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. All right, and then what else? I'm sorry, I cut you off. What else are you reviewing? You guys watched? Oh movie? yeah, oh, we yeah. watched I, I wasn't the able- host or not the host, <laughs> just host. Yeah. Rob Savage movie, uh, kind of an indie flick on Shudder, right? On Shudder? I tried to find time to Have you worked it. on stuff for Shudder before? No, I worked on Crypt. Oh, okay, Ooh. Crypt TV. I don't yeah. think they're around anymore, though. I think they were, like, around and then they fizzled around because they were just, they weren't making any money. Because <laughs> Shudder ended up kind of taking over. Shudder, I think, I think, yeah, they, I think they only just, like, they're like, well, Netflix makes their own stuff. I don't think Shutter make. Do they make original content? Is this movie original content? So they have that? stuff that's exclusive to it. But oh, then okay. I know they like their biggest thing uh, is uh, the last driving with Joe Bob Briggs, that old horror host who like just gives Shows commentary old. on like all these gotcha. old films, exploitation films. Nice, got it. But yeah, Crypt, Crypt was same. It was more online. I, I don't gets like a. I don't think it was like an option on Amazon or anything like that, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool. A cool co- channel. The crypt people were really awesome. I'm really bummed it like failed. But. Yeah, because even at I remember going to uh, I I, Halloween, really look them up. Halloween Horror Nights, like Hollywood. They would they played crypt TV stuff played on like screens around Universal Studios. I remember? Couple, couple yeah, you could shows. see it while waiting in line yeah, for we, like the we creep show. One, yeah, yeah, we saw that one. Uh, we went. I think it was last year, right? Yeah. We went and they had the the one where there was this like girl running from something in like the forest or a guy or something like that. It was really creepy. Mm-hmm. They were like in a forest. All I that's all I remember. We were waiting in line for I think it was like a I don't even remember what maze it was to tell you the truth. I think it was Creep Show because it was in that big like little oh, parking lot too, looking yeah. thing, and then 
Yeah, they had it like on the walls and every. Yeah, that's what I recall. Mm-hmm. But so two things: mm-hmm. Crypt TV is still around. So sorry about that. I didn't mean Wee. to talk shit on that. I'm glad they're still around, and <laughs> I hope they hire me. Uh, <laughs> second thing: uh, it's really hot here in the SoSo Scrutiny Studio, so we do have a fan on, like kind of low, so you might hear it. But I'm gonna play some music in the background, so then you can't hear it anymore. Does that make sense? Some creepy Ooh. tunes. This is a creepy ass movie. I love this movie. I'm You're wearing, wearing a shirt. shirt. Let's get into the <laughs> yeah. unofficial sponsors Unofficial right now. sponsor, uh, DOS Bootleg. Yeah. Uh, we're both wearing DOS Bootleg shirts. You're wearing one from I, uh, I Dumb rarely Dumber. wear two pieces of DOS, blue, DOS boot, Bootleg. Uh, uh, bootleg. Okay, I still can't even say it. Um, but yeah, I'm wearing the new shorts, the Dan DeVito shorts. When I'm dead, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm wearing my, uh, what did I say? Uh, for Manly Love, be here March 25th at 2.15 a.m. sharp. And it's from Dumb and Dumber, and then it's got Seabass uh, on, on the back. Yeah, <laughs> Kick his one. ass, Seabass. And then, yeah, you got the Midsummer one on. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't, they don't sell that one anymore, huh? I don't think I have Yeah, they have it on there. Oh, okay. Because that's one of, the fun, one of the fun things about DOS Bootleg like, is, like, they'll throw something on there because they know after a while it's going to be taken down. They're going to get, like, a cease and assist order. So it's like, all right, this is just up for the weekend. Get it or you can't. And then it's it's gone. Some, some yeah. things you can't. Oh, pop-up deals. Kind of. Yeah. I think that's where they got their name, probably, just because it's, like, oh, yeah. they've, clips. And then they I've been wearing their stuff and following them for a while. And, yeah, I've, I've followed them. And they've gotten some take this shit down kind of stuff. Yeah. They, I think they got, that's, well, they still have Mandalorian stuff on, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe because some companies are like whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like, so I think it's it's like on the fence of um, uh, parody. As long yeah. as like they make it black and white, like they do, it's not like the full frame from the movie. It's like their interpretation of like the movie frame or a TV frame. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah. But whatever they're doing, they're doing something right over there at DOS Bootleg. Boy, am I sweaty right now? It's yeah. so hot in here. <laughs> Things are sticking this, together. We're doing this for the listeners. Doing it all for you. Yeah. And then a little mention to uh, Four Sons Brewery, um, Huntington Beach. They're my favorite Orange County uh, brewery. They just make the best stuff, and I'm drinking the Heart Seltzer Pineapple. Mm. And it's not really like a truly or a White Claw. It's more like a wine spritzer. It's a little. It, it tastes like there's wine in it, not like because truly and White Claws are like technically I think malt drinks. That's why there's like less sugar and everything, but yeah, it's pretty good. What are you drinking I'm over there? I'm drinking Four Sons as well, Land of Hopportunity. It's a blood orange India pale ale. That's probably one of their best beers. How do you like it? It's really good, but IPAs give me really bad acid reflux, even though I love them. <laughs> now I'm switching over to the IPA. Yeah, but they're delicious. Oh, well, it's. Oh, shit. I just shot beer on my computer. Well, while we're still drinking. Let's do one more sponsor, and I'm going to get my video camera out for this one. I'm so sweaty. It's crazy. i got to turn off the music for a second. All right. Corey, let's have you do the uh, honors. I'll turn my... Because uh, what we're going to do is send this video to The Rock, because we're drinking Terramana, Terramana tequila. Terramana and, tequila. Uh, so here, I'm gonna I start guess filming. I got to scoot back. <laughs> Yeah, scoot on. Um, hey, everybody. It's Robert, Corey, and Andre from the So So Scrutiny Podcast. And uh, we got ourselves a brand new bottle. Ooh, did you, you hear that? It's a pop. Oh, that's brand new. Let's try to rewind. No, that's all right. Okay, cool. New The Rock tequila. Corey, give me a little sample. Nice. How much do you want? Let's see, how see. It, how, see how this is on the air. Is that good? Oh, that's good. Right, good. No. Do you want some or no? I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll stick right. with my high quality H two O from just, Bobby Boucher. Yeah, just say the rock. Just tell the rock it's good. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the All rock. Right. Here we go. 
Ooh, that's smooth. Wow, that is really good. It's really good. It's smooth and like light. It's in it, but it burns though. But it's like there it goes. It's got that. It's got yeah. that like chest burn. Very nice. Good job, Rock. That was good. Awesome. All right. Hopefully, the Rock sends retweets us or Instagrams us. Because he's been doing that to a lot of people. People just do videos like that about his tequila, <sighs> and then uh, he'll repost us. So yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't bullshit. That really is like yeah, good. it's strong, man. <laughs> It's got the strength like of a Brummo bull. Yeah. Got that up, got that up <laughs> Bevmo today. I also picked up um, uh, Snoop Dogg's r- wine. You guys, you guys <laughs> uh, 18 Crimes. 19, or 19 Crimes. crimes. I've seen yeah. a commercial for it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't opened it yet. But I love that wine, the 19 Crimes, even before he, he did it. Uh, it's just really good wine. And you, they have that, that AR augmented reality app that you, yeah. you put on the wine. And, like, the person on the wine bottle comes to life and, like, tells you their story about being a criminal. It's pretty awesome. Like, I've never it's seen it. It's really cool. Yeah. Damn. You check it out. <laughs> and there's some really, like, there's some really oh, cool bottles, so good. too. Four they, sons. Nice. Yeah. All right. Enough unofficial sponsors. Hopefully, they'll be official sponsors a time soon. Oh, can I make one more? Yeah, we give a shout out to actually an official sponsor of the podcast. I forgot to tell you about this, Corey. Um, oh, I turned the music off on accident. Um, my cousin Ashley, who I do the What's Reposition podcast with, um, she started a company with her friend Maddie, which is called Madly Succulent. And uh, if you go to Madly Succulent on Instagram, you can um, commission um, like succulent plants or they have they have like pre-made oh, stuff really little cool. pots and stuff and they're cute as hell like and then they, they really take like good care of them and stuff those are and awesome they find like really like unique ones and ashley comes into my garden like all those are from my garden ashley you stole all of those from my garden right there <laughs> um but no they, they find some really good ones she goes to like mexico and steals plants and rocks and stuff from other places <laughs> and brings them. so uh, i want to give a shout out to uh to them Definitely got to invest awesome. in some of those. We got a new place, and so we need something to uh, furnish our backyard. Dude, really cheap, not too expensive. And what the fun thing is, too, is like if you bring them like some kind of container, an old shoe or a pot or, I don't know, something that you want to have something, give it to them, they'll turn it into a pot, like a succulent plant. So That's super cool. Shout nice. out to Maddie, Maddie and uh, Ashley. All right. What else? What have you been right. doing up, man? Still teaching? Teaching and... Um, <sighs> fucking kids man just teaching <laughs> yeah is it is it easy is it hard how's it going it's hard because i just want to be at school with everybody and like teach you know in person but at the same time you get time, the same vibe from the kids safe. or you think the kids like being at home some of them do some of them don't i think because <laughs> you're a teacher too yeah. um oh i didn't know that yeah, yeah. oh okay first grade so, special ed um yeah, hold on. Right? Yeah, we'll yeah. get to, we'll get to you mean, in a second. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah. to my co-host. You just stay over there. <laughs> <Yeah. the same. laughs> but I didn't know that. So like, um, yeah. So you're doing online as well too. Online teaching, it's cool. But the only thing I can't stand are all the naked butts, and not not just the kids, but just parents running around shirtless, wow. little kids diapers getting ripped off and of them. You just see it all. My just goodness. see it all. Are you getting that too, Corey? Not really, because the most of our kids are middle schoolers, yeah, and I don't ha- I don't teach. Yeah. I also don't teach special ed, so like they don't necessarily have to be in the same room as the parent. Like the parents need to have constant like interaction with special students with special needs because right. they have like those special needs. Um, so none of my students really, they're all in their room. The problem I have laying down on their dang bed, I'm like, dude, you gotta get up. You're in class right mm-hmm. now. You're not, you're not, That's uh, true. You're, you're at home, but 
right now we're in we're in a classroom like virtually you know what i mean so i also have a problem getting them to actually turn on their cameras because they're just like mm. i don't want to turn my camera i want people i would go out, if i was them their age i would go outside yeah, like, me too. Dude, There's a couple I always that loved, like teaching, like when my teachers would go, like, let's go outside. Like, hell yeah. Class like, field I, trip. Yeah. I have yeah. one student, I, I can't say names, but like I have one student who like has an outside setup and I can see like his Rams gear in the back and oh, stuff. He's a Rams and, like, fan, love he's it. He's on his like patio. It's like super nice there and he go. looks like super relaxed. Got yeah. a good working he has, like, situation. A little, he has like a little drink with him, like a little, little water. <laughs> like, it's the really cool. A young Hugh Hefner. It yeah, seems. for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so so there there are ups and downs. Um, it's just getting them to do the work like is really hard because you have no control over that. Like as a teacher, like you checking, Sorry, you get like I can't like look over their shoulder as usual and be like, continue working. Do you need help and stuff? And it's it's really hard virtually like to do that, but. Keeping them engaged has been cool. We've built like a really cool community. The ki- I feel like the kids enjoy coming to class and like they chatter a lot in the chat, which is nice because it means they're comfortable, you know. Um, it's just it's not the same as being you don't have that same sense of community as you do when you're at school, which will come sooner or later. You think it's coming this year or next year? I mean, if our president's like saying he's sick and then just walking outside and being like hey guys guess what i'm not sick I, i'm sure it's coming soon <laughs> <laughs> well good good luck to you both of you now how long have you been doing it uh just completed my first year yeah oh, wow. so yeah it was, got started last october and yeah about a year so <laughs> what a crazy first year for you huh? oh yeah just seeing everything from just wanting to quit midway through just because of the stress but then loving it as i eventually you know adapted to it and finally realized okay this is it this is what we're gonna do and as soon as i start loving it we go bam yeah. in the distance learning so i'm like ah. Oh, but I love it even more now because now we know. Hey, what uh, to expect? I've always he's Andre's my cousin. Like um, I don't have I don't have a lot of family, but like my Liz's family is my family. Like, oh yeah, even if we're not blood and everything. But like he, um, I really I haven't gotten to say this, but I really respect like what you do. Like it's our special ed teachers oh. are just like <laughs> they are working their asses off and they are i think they're back at school now actually are our, our our so for for us are. in our district it's imminent it's just a matter of yeah. you know working out the kinks and everything mm-hmm. but on that token i also got to give a shout out to you guys i mean man you guys you've been in the game a long time doing <laughs> your putting in your dues and you know day in and day they're out veterans now they, they're veterans wiley veterans and isn't that crazy? You, yeah. you and Liz are veterans. No, I'm not. Considered, no, 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 no. You know what a you know what a veteran, you know what a veteran in the teacher community is considered. Guess the amount of time. Twenty years. Ten. Ten, ten years. Well, how long? Ten you've years. Been, you've been doing it for like ten years. Seven is six. All this right. year's my sixth. Liz is at eight. Well, what I'm She's saying is like. Mike Trout was a veteran his third year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you okay. You became veterans. It. Yeah, yeah, that's I've how been, good you guys You're ahead of the game. I've been around the block yeah. a few times. Right, right. Come on. <laughs> play, I get it. You got to play humble. I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, so is first grade... That is that the grade you want to teach? So initially, it started out with adult transition, working with adults with special needs, gotcha. and then eventually out of necessity because I started midway through the year. I was like, I'll take anything, just feed me. Right. And then eventually, I was like, dude, you know, working with kids, dealing with the worst thing is they're not sharing my toy. 
that's the best thing. It's so cool. So, you know, it was cool that eventually I came into it not knowing or having any preconception of what to do and then eventually loving it. And yeah. now that I look back on it, I'm like, dang, I'm never going back to adult transition really? again. So it's Cause like, cool. I've, I get this exact opposite vibe from Liz. Like she had first graders last year and <laughs> she just, I don't think she had a good time. And, and, and now she's got fifth grader and she's, she fucking loves it. Yeah. So. And to be, to be fair, I've done like long terms in like uh, special needs classes, like, you know, long periods of time in there when I was subbing, and like I loved it. I just loved like their quirkiness, like they're unique. They're all unique. Like they're no, they're just like us, but like have to figure out how to communicate in a different way due to like some sort of disability and it ends up being the most wild time ever and they're just the most awesome people um i know the students who had down syndrome like i worked with a lot of like students with down syndrome that was like the main deal where i was working and um they were just so unique and so funny and so ready to like just get up and dance and share and like it, it was really cool for my kids, they are apathetic. They're like, mm. I'm Lazy. too embarrassed Lazy. to talk. Too yeah. cool for this. It's to, you know what I mean? But yeah. when you have like unique individuals, they it makes your day go by like so quick. There's never too. a boring day. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> for you sure. always and there are have stories. Challenges. Yes. Yeah. It's it's more challenging than what I do. Like, and Liz, to be fair, we're gonna have to do. Hey, uh, I, cause I didn't know you were a teacher. He didn't tell me. He just like, Hey, I got this guy coming on. He's going to talk about scary stuff. I was like, cool. So we're going to have to do another episode. With we'll, him do and Liz. we'll do a teacher. We'll do teachers. Teacher like, That'd be panel. cool. Yeah. And well, you know, without saying names and stuff, I understand the, you know, the privacy stuff. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But I That's know good. you guys have stories like just say, you know, little, little, little John and little Mary, just, you know, replace yeah. the names. Um, but I, I gotta say, I, I'm in love with what I do. I'm sure you are. Absolutely. Like good teachers are and shout out to all the teachers out there. Well, I love what I do. I like a little shout out. I'm doing a movie this week. I start tomorrow and I'm very excited. Um, it's called six feet. And then on the, on the subject of today, it's a, it's a horror movie. Um, my friend Raj and his, his friend Steven wrote and directed it, are going to direct it. And my friend Daniel is producing it. And uh, I'm a key PA. I don't want to be a PA on it, really. But it, I, I want to work with these guys. Like, I'm trying to not be a PA anymore, but I'm doing it for a favor, really. I'm getting paid, but mm-hmm. I want to do it a favor for them. Because I really like Raj and Daniel. Those guys. Daniel's. Daniel's. We had guy. him on the podcast. Yeah, he was. He's super. I want cool. him back on. Um, um, yeah, I've, I've said it before. I'm. I'm putting my claws in those guys, and I'm not letting go because yeah. those guys are just. Raj, dude, get this guy. Uh, went to USC film school. Already off to a great start. Then went to intern at Pixar. Ooh, dude. Mm. Damn. Is he the guy we were when we went to see uh, nineteen? Was it 1918? When we went to see that, yeah. you told me he wor- had worked interned on. Um, was it Toy Story Four? Was it? No, was he, it so onward? What he, what he told me was he had worked on. It was onward, right? He he has a credit on onward, but then also worked on a, the one right before that, but didn't get a credit. But you no, know, inter- yeah, still. Dude, and then I I met so him dope. just paing, and I just was like, dude. 
you are awesome. I like you. Yeah. And he's just so quiet and cool. And yeah, so shout I'm out to I'm gonna meet these people. I I'm gonna have meet Daniel. Dude, Daniel. I'm, Daniel is a great guy. Dude, he's, he's a really yeah. cool guy. But um, yeah, when the movie's over, I would love to have Raj back. Like, yeah. have him back on. Have him on. Um, because yeah, I'd love to hear his story. Mm-hmm. He's he's Indian. That's the, like another crazy thing is like I don't work with a lot of Indian people in the film industry. It's a lot of white people. It's good Sorry. stuff. <laughs> Sorry, see diversity. Yeah. yeah, and I don't get to work with too many of that, so it's pretty cool. So I'm excited. Worked at. Um, we're still going to try to do the podcast as much as we can. I have the weekends off, so we're still going to do it, but Monday through Friday, I am... Who, us? Yeah, you and me. We podcast do, we do a podcast. We have a podcast. It's called So So Scrutiny. <laughs> Got to bring you up to Get speed. on the page. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, fun. Andre. We're going to be a little funny. And then, so, one more <laughs> thing. I, um, tequila. I uh, shot a music video last weekend with this rapper, Tyke, and I just finished, like, the first draft of the edit. I'm going to show you guys later. I want to see what you guys think. Yeah, and, I. you showed me some of, like, the clips, yeah. and it was looking good already. You guys did a really good job. Is he on Spotify or Apple Music? Yeah, I think like he is. That? Nice. I'm kind of... Here, I'm going to put him on blast, because I don't think he's listening to my podcast, but... <laughs> Dude, get this. I'm kind of pissed. So I'm trying to rush this edit, try to get this music video done before I start this movie. So I'm like, I'll get you guys a rough draft by Sunday. I finished it yesterday. Spent 12 hours just editing. Well, no, I spent eight hours yesterday just editing, and but all, overall 12 hours of editing and clipping and everything. So while I'm editing, I go, oh, you know, it'd be nice to like send my friend Josh and my friend Eli, who also worked on the video, and the artist a Zoom link and share my editing so like they can chime in or yeah. not chime in but just check out like I didn't I put them on mute I didn't want to listen to them I just wanted them to see what I was doing and uh, Josh and Eli just ended up not coming on but Tyke his name is Tommy he he came on a few times and was watching and I could I could see him on the zoom and then I go to bed right I finished the video I sent him I sent him a rough draft and then I go to bed and I'm on Instagram and I get a tag the motherfucker screenshot screen recorded my our Zoom call and then put it on Instagram, like oh, it's so damn. shitty and grainy and it's my it's not even uh, I like dude what are you doing take that off right now like what are you doing I can't yeah. believe he did that and then like I told Josh and he's just playing it off and I don't know it's just so unprofessional sorry yeah. like I give you yeah. this I'm not uh, I don't know what's the what is the mindset of, of someone that sorry. Anyways, <laughs> the video is looking great, and I can't wait to show everybody. And Tommy is a good guy, but I'm just like, what? I know, well, I know it, they're excited I mean, to see the video. Yeah, and it looks good. But you see, and and as an artist, like I, I've, I've never gonna, been. I'm in, never going to do that again. I'm never going to share been, a Zoom link again. Yeah, I've never been in the position of like behind the scenes type thing. I've been in front of the camera, like performer type person. Okay, bragger. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, I was in a huge rock band and everything. Not really. <laughs> um, no, but, like, when I did music videos and stuff for our band, like, I, I was in front of that. But, you like, you get real excited as, like, an artist. And you're like, I want to share what, like, a media. And I've done stuff like that where I'm, like, yeah. I shared something. And then, the per, like, like, I think I did it with Ben, like, uh, when we producer? were recording with Ben. Uh, that's my one example every producer I've worked with yeah when we were done and we'd listen to it be like hey can we have a CD and all of them would say no and they would just go like asshole like no because you even though it's not it's like you're asking for a por- artist to make a portrait of yourself. Yeah. And they just did the stencil and you think it's amazing and, and you want to show everybody. They're like, well, no, it, I just still have to put the paint and I still have to put the 
finishing touches on it. Like, don't oh, yeah. show any. It's not done. Why would you show anybody? And so, yeah. It, so producers would be like, no, I'm not sending. Yeah, I'm not giving yeah. you a CD at yeah, all because you're gonna put it online. You're gonna show your friends. It's not it. done. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, but, but. I get the excitement. Yeah, like, I do. You, you want to I share it. Yeah. But then you should take that excitement and bottle it and go, I have something that people want to see. It's called bottle. What do they call it? A, lightning in a... Oh, lightning in a bottle. Well, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. Lightning in a bottle is like figuring something out like on the spot. Oh, it's more like edging in a sense. You know what I mean? Going to want yeah, to build go. up the sensation a little bit. Edging? You never heard of edging. Is it he's, sexual? He's it, yeah, oh, that's right. Edging... Is when you kind of delay sexual gratification, okay. kind of build it up, and right before you, uh, you stop. You're like, and then you kind of keep on going a little bit, uh, and then you don't but do it. Doesn't that cause blue balls? It well, does. Well, in, that, in a sense, you, in now that's do. what an artist would be like. Hey, I yeah, got you blue balls now. Little I teasers. Can't share the <laughs> you know? And what's funny is like, like throughout the week, when we shot the video, we had a photographer there, and the photographer—I don't forget his name—but he took some really cool photos while we were there, and they've been posting them all week. Yeah, I figured like. You just got your nut off with those photos. <laughs> like, why do you have to post a Zoom it video? It was a cheap nut. Yeah, uh, too I appreciate fast. the yeah. excitement. You empty if the Tommy tank. Uses, <laughs> I appreciate the excitement, but like, God, have some fucking professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh yes, and then one last thing that I'm up to is that I'm uh, going to be teaching a lesson with like our coach, like our uh, teaching coach. Oh, like, nice. we have a English education. Uh, coach um or english coach and she um she's amazing and like i get to teach a lesson with her and kind of like like we're gonna go back and forth co-teach and like i love doing those because that's what coaching is all about that's why i got my master's in uh curriculum and instruction it's i'm learning from her how to like be a coach to teachers and that's been that's been awesome. So that's going on tomorrow. I'm excited for that. It's like a Phil Jackson, Kobe Bryant kind of dynamic, yeah, huh? Nice. Yeah. She's like, dude, she's great. She's awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get into this fucking album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phone, so if you have it on your phone. Oh. Or do you kind of have it? Oh, no. Oh. MGK, we talked. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. I we, listened well, to the album, though. It was pretty good. You didn't pour me more well, of I the didn't Rock's you drink. You were talking. <laughs> All right. The Rock has... Let's, okay, so... There's not a lot of music coming out. I mean, there really isn't. Not even a lot of movies coming out. So, Corey, I'm going to say it made me listen to this album. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. Tickets to my downfall. Sold out a deluxe edition. Sold out deluxe edition. That's what it says. Yeah. Sold out Spotify. deluxe. <laughs> Why would you put that on Spotify? Why would you put this entire album out? <laughs> That's but my no, question. no, 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 no. My question is, why do you put that on spot? Like, what is? It can't be sold out on Spotify or Apple, Apple Music or whatever, it's right? You no, know, it's tickets to my downfall. I think oh, oh, on the title. my downfall oh. is sold out. Oh. Oh. I'm so, so clever. I'm a Sean Gun Kelly. Everyone's coming front row. I think he says in the beginning okay, lyric. Before, okay, before we get into this, because it, it's important. We had the rivalry between. MGK and Eminem. That's right. You remember that? I do. Kill yeah. shot and uh, whatever it was. Who won? And we're gonna vote right now. Um, Eminem. 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 Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't even it. a competition. Well, the funny thing is, everybody I talked to was like, "Are you kidding? That grizzled old man." I'm like, "Dude, he's not that, that grizzled old." Man that that laid down the foundation yeah. of Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly even having yeah. a career. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, I so I, that, now that saying, I <laughs> hated on him. I hated on MGK for the longest time. I'm like, you tried to step up to like my idol, like and he actually Eminem is one of his idols. Actually, of course, yeah. yeah. Any the, white rapper, so that you don't whole, like Eminem, like then yeah, like, no, you're a liar. Though. That Come whole on. that whole rivalry, I believe, was was like them trying. Eminem's older and like he's not really in the spotlight as much anymore, mm-hmm. and he you wanted also to get. Think, like there could be some conspiracy theory. Yeah, that they're friends. They and, are. And they were, I'm sure they are. They were just like it'd be so fun to fuck yeah. with the public. Of like course promotion. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. 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 And so Eminem was awesome. I love that. That but that, that being said, even if, even if it is inside, Eminem still won. Okay, yes. So Eminem, <laughs> we've established that. We've established now Nemesis. this record. Who produced it? Oh, Feldman. No. Oh, it's not Feldman. But close. Oh, I, did, I actually didn't look this who, up. Who works with Feldman all the time and like co-hosts all these like Back to the Beach festivals? Is it Travis Barker? Yeah, Travis Barker. Well, okay, hold on. Let me go to the all. Did you go to the all music? Yeah, all music. Travis Barker produced this record. But wait, hold on. Uh, Feldman's not on it at all. He probably is because he's like best friends with Travis Barker. I don't know. It, there's, oh, come on. There's. They recorded this. They had no. They definitely recorded this inside Feldman's studio. studio. Yeah, I'm sure. No, uh, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna get to it. Give me a second. Um. I have a feeling you kind of liked. This. I did like it. Okay, I you actually, start. You start. Okay. Say the good things and about this because I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna we, destroy we're it. probably <laughs> on the same page. Um, I, I do not like this record because I think it's mind blowing and like life changing at all. <laughs> I don't like. I'd be saying the same thing about Avril Lavigne. Like that, her music isn't in. That's exactly what this record is. It's the how male, how fucking dare it you. is the male <laughs> version no. of like Skater Boy. Way, way like worse. Skater Girl. This is way worse than Alvin. <laughs> how dare you bring her name into really? this? Really? <laughs> no, I understand the comparison. It's pretty but bad. Too. This is worse than that, though. But like, Continue. there's something about it. Like it, it is bubblegum pop punk. Pop punk. Mm. Yeah. And like. Do you remember Mest? No. Remember that band Mest? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Good Charlotte. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We li- I, I like Good, Good Charlotte. Charlotte's Good Charlotte's awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah they they were a cool band when I grew up. Yeah. When I was growing up, um, Hawthorne Heights, all mm-hmm. those like really like emo-y pop punk. Hold on, I'm looking at the credits of this album. I don't know if it's the same one, but Megan Fox is apparently a composer on this album. The Megan Fox. I clicked on her profile. It doesn't go any further, but I don't even. But knowing Machine Gun Kelly, is it weird that he would know? What? Yeah, Not, you have tequila, but you do. Yeah, and we're also doing a podcast, and you want to do a <laughs> cheers in the middle. Okay. Way. I love it. He's getting <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> All right. No, um, but um, yeah, you know what? I don't see John Feldman's name on this at all. No, I guarantee he helped out. Pete Davidson. Oh, he's on the he's on the interlude. Yeah, oh, is he? It's Kevin oh, and uh, Kevin okay. and no, Kev, it's one of the tracks. It's like an interlude uh, a, between both of them. Thank you for bringing that up. 
There's he, way, dude, there's way too many. There's than... way too many of those like talking. <laughs> oh, I'm in the studio. Oh, are you recording? Oh, record this. Like these like offbeat. Like oh, we're not supposed to be recording this, but we're gonna but put it in the album anyways. Okay, so and then the conversations that he has. I but I get so it. I, I get that. I totally understand. For like that. one time. No. He does it like ten times through the entire album. No, no, I totally get your frustration Sorry. with that because it is la- like that's <laughs> lame. Like, like why do you have a track of you talking in the studio with like- Pete Davidson? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so catchy. Like this record is so catchy. To you gotta me. take it for what it is. You know? Yeah, it's it's almost like. That's what that's what Avril Lavigne like Skater Boy was to me, dude. I listened to like the most underground like post hardcore stuff when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So like listening to something like this is like my rap and my hip hop, like a, a new age hip hop and rap. Um, I think I think what he's doing is awesome for the rap community because a lot of my kids are like I hate rock. But now they heard this, and I had a lot of them telling me, like, I really like Machine Gun Have they Gun never Kelly's. heard of Blink-182 before? No, some of them, no. Different generations, Well, then almost. fucking educate them, Corey. I am. <laughs> to be fair, I play you it on my... Hey, don't listen to this this bullshit. Go listen to the, the original stuff. No, no, Sorry. no. Yes, yes, yes. I play That's Enema. I play clean Enema of the State songs on <laughs> my Spotify for the kids virtually. They've heard Thrice. They've heard... Uh, Blink One Eighty Two. They've heard all you. the good stuff. So and Thursday on a daily basis. Right? And I, I love, <laughs> I'll, I'll put a Thursday song no, on. It. It's pretty rough. And like <laughs> for me, like all of that music, like it, it's what I grew up on. Thrice, all those bands. Kids need something to connect the bridge that gap between like rap and rock. And this record did that for me. I was like, okay, I hate hate the rap of today mumble rap mumble rap and stuff but i feel like don't you agree like i i wouldn't say there's enough rap in this though to say that there's there's some but for like machine gun kelly i was expecting way more they have trippy red on the uh, on one of the songs there is some yeah a little bit but like this doesn't no it's (laughs) blink 182 with his voice over it but new (laughs) blink 182 with his voice over it i think it's better than new blink when i honestly will say that with a whole heart his voice is better than tom skiba's voice i'll All say right. or mark so skiba, everyone whatever his name been is the social podcast What's this, that is, skiba uh, the get? Final, skiba. this is the last episode we're ever going to record <laughs> i'm tired i'm done with uh, my co-host hot takes apparently we don't see eye to eye this how dare you Dude, this did you just say talk. that this album was better than the last blink when yeah album? actually Ooh, how can you say that because I don't I, I Okay here I think this guy Believes in what He's saying in the lyrics I really do mm-hmm. I really do He went through I read his bio Everything I think he believes In what he says Mark Matt Skiba They don't believe What they say They do it Because All they right. do it He going. wanted he's a, he's a rap kid That wanted to write A rock record what do you think, Andre, of the I, record? I mean, at least he's doing it. I mean, you see people who've done, you know, worse, like Billy Bob Thornton trying to become a blues singer with the Boxmasters. You see Oof. some people try to... The you Kevin know, Bacon's, yeah. Kevin Bacon, yeah. So, I mean, 
an artist going from one genre to the next, there's been worse that's been done. And I think kind of what, touching on what Corey said, that kind of heartfelt lyrical content, I think it speaks a lot and it could you know go between both genres. That being said, is it a prototype of uh, Blink-182? Yeah, kind of like Greta Van Fleet, try to be like a soulless Led Zeppelin, you know, in a sense. <laughs> I mean, that's just my take on it. That's but great. Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I thought the music was catchy. It was good. I never listened to MGK record before. Um, so, I mean... Am I likely to go listen to his previous stuff? Mm, I wouldn't say, but it's it's even a question in the first place, I guess. Uh, whereas before, it's not even in the conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the little interludes were a little what, kind of hokey. What pokey. was your favorite song? Thank you. That's a great one. What was yeah. your, what, oh, <laughs> I skipped them. I skipped the interludes because I was like, it says interludes. It's going to be stupid. You're supposed to listen to the entire album. I listen listen to all of it. I I listen to them and I'm like, this is getting nowhere. I'm going to skip it. Um, What was your favorite track? So, funny enough, having never listened to her music either, I actually like the one that he did with Halsey. Halsey, yeah. That one was pretty good. That one perked my ears up. I was ready. I was really intrigued. She sounded like, like... Middle school uh, no. Haley Williams from Paramore. Do you know what she sounded like? That, she sounded like a chipmunk. I don't know what <laughs> I did too. the vocals. I don't know what they did to her vocal. I like that part too. Him. When her part comes comes in, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Like this whole album should just be her. Like fuck Machine Gun Kelly. Like I heard, like her voice, and then after a while, I was like. Is her voice sped up and like turned up like to a different pitch? Forty-five. It started sounding like a chipmunk. It's it's weird. Well, I don't she, know. you know, the cool thing about Halsey is she does she spans the genres. She'll do whatever that's thrown at her, which is which is really cool. Sorry, continue um, with the good stuff. I, I that was uh, that see, was one part I did like. See, also. I I wanted to hate this record, and I just listened to it. and I'm like, I I feel like it was what. It was so good for our kids, like the youth, because it's like, <laughs> not necessarily for me. I'm not going to go listen to this every day because it's overproduced bubblegum pop. But I will say that, like, it's a good interlude to rock. I gave, I gave it a really high yeah, score. Yeah, I was trying to sneak away your score. I what gave it. Score? Okay. Do you want me to say my score? Well, go, go through go through a little bit of the sections you did. It's produced really well. I'll, it sounds fantastic. I'll say that. Clean, I'll, I will clean. agree with that. The drums, I could tell Travis did some work on that. Travis, You is, have one of the best drummers Travis, in the world on I, your album. It's I would argue that Travis is probably right now. Let me rephrase that. When you pay the best drummer song, in the world to be on your album. This song is sick. This is the Halsey song. Ooh. It's so good. It just. Oh, okay. Hold on. This sound. Hold on a second. This sounds just like. Stop the recording. Delete that part and start. Why he that in the song? Sorry. He didn't make that choice. He was like. Oh, you. You kidding me? Yes, he did. I know, dude. They were like. This he is had absolute you. control over this album. But. I will say the sound is great. It sounds wonderful. I think he's a pretty good guitar player for being like a rapper, like. For being a hip hop artist, he played it. Like, I know that dude didn't like. What? <laughs> I know that dude. Continue. <laughs> I know that dude like. But then again, you have for me, you have Mac Miller. Mm. Uh, Mac Miller did the. Mac Miller is a thousand levels. He's my. Above he's this. one of my favorite artists ever. But he this chose. Yeah, he chose he chose a route that I like better. It's like jazzy is influenced by that type of rock, yeah. bluesy. This guy's like 
I'm just gonna try to be Avril Lavigne, but in guy form. So yes, I dinged it on a lot of points. Like, I think the guitars are forgettable. Um, the lyrics aren't great. Oh, I mean, continue. Sorry, continue. But he speaks some reality in some of the songs about his like. <laughs> See, it's Haley Williams, dude. <laughs> no, that's Alvin. That's who I thought it was. <laughs> we are team with Christmas time. <laughs> dude, it gets pretty up there. In a lot of auto tune, tons of auto tune. Okay. Mm. But okay, anyway. I'll get into that later. <laughs> I give it an eighty. If you were to give it like a score, what, what would you give it? I mean, given I like the attempt. I love that he tried something new. You can't fault people for that. But much like people have done in the past, I'm talking about you, uh, Fergie, who tried the national anthem in the jazz tune. I'm probably gonna give it a six, six out of ten, maybe a seven. You know, a six out of ten. So I'd be right, sixty, 10, okay. yeah, like a seventy, yeah. You gave this album an eighty. I did. Inexplicably. <laughs> Why do some people like Billie Eilish? I like I Billie Eilish. I like Billie Eilish. She's pretty good. I still have not seen a video of her actually singing. Okay. Send me a so, video. Anybody out there? I'm still waiting. I've gotten <laughs> so many arguments on people online like, here's a video of her singing. No, it's her whispering. That's her whispering for two, two to three minutes. It's so funny. Show me a, oh, the new, the new James Bond song. No, that's her whispering for the entire fucking song. Yeah. So I'm waiting. I think she's a good singer. Yeah. That's the funny part is I she think is. Billie Eilish is a good singer, she is. but she's not doing it. Like she's just whispering. Like that's all she does. Just say the ASMR. name Billy Island. Okay. Now <laughs> it's inexplicable. To music to some people is great. Other people it's like it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear the to bad. What's the bad? What you, go for it. Everything. <laughs> What's your favorite song if you had to pick one? Okay, this is what my big takeaway. I Although I cannot find any record of John Feldman being on this album, I find it very hard to believe that John Feldman didn't have a finger in this album. It's, this is Travis Barker, the used, and all of it. Like it, this, and they they did this in Travis in John Feldman's studio. So it's like weird that I don't see his name coming up on any of this. The only thing I think of is he doesn't want his name <laughs> attached to this at all. Like, he's so embarrassed by it because it's so bad. He doesn't want to be complicit. Sorry, right. I appreciate you guys' opinions, and I, 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 I do get what you guys are saying. Like, this is this is his thing, and he's writing what he wants to do, and this is his album. But I also figure if this isn't Feldman's studio, this took time and effort away from another, al- another band or an artist that really did deserve a fucking album on John Feldman's album. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly does not deserve this album. He paid a bunch of fucking people to write these songs for him and play it for him. And then I'm not surprised this album wasn't goddamn sponsored by Autotune. It's so fucking apparent. They didn't even fucking hide. Here, I'm going to show you this. There's one song on this. <laughs> Yeah, you can hear it. You I wanted okay. You I'll be honest. To the warbly, I went into this going okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go in it not trying to hate this. I saw. I heard a lot of people going, "Wow, this the Machine Gun Kelly's album is actually pretty good." I'm like, wow, these people are not actually saying. I that? think in comparison I was like, to okay. his other other stuff, stuff previous. <laughs> yeah, go listen to some fucking Blink One Eight Two albums, everybody. Like it's. I'm sorry. I just not their new ones this out al- this although i this i song. gave the new one like a good rating it's just hold on i'm mm. gonna find the spot the lonely 
know who kind of does the rock thing better? Post Malone. Ooh. I would. Yes, absolutely. I love his renditions of Nirvana album. Or oh, he can actually yeah. fucking do it. Oh, yeah. listen to this. Hold on. Even when the rock is Hold on. Right there. Listen to this. Hear the auto tune. They didn't hide it at all. But, Don't sing if you can't sing. Yeah. Don't I, play guitar if you can't play guitar. But Sorry. like, but somebody like Post Malone, who I've seen sing without auto tune, like live and stuff. You gotta wonder, like, why? Well, him, why him I go why? I understand Machine Gun. He can't sing. That's why he needs. But auto-tune. Post Malone does it like stylistically, yeah. I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. But I guess his fan. I mean, everyone's so used to that sound. Yeah. I don't know. Rap it, never it, used to be that if guy. I had, nope. If I had nope. $500,000, if I had $500,000 to a million dollars, I don't know how much this album cost. I would, and, and I was like, hey, I want to do a John Feldman album. I'd do the same thing yeah. he did. And that's probably what he did. It was like the, the label was like, what do you want to do next? What is he on? He's on Interscope. Interscope's like, what do you want to do next, man? You're the next big thing. Like, what, whatever you want to do. Well, they're like, yeah, well, like I want to do a pop punk album yeah. with Travis Barker and John Feldman. And they're like, okay, here's $500,000. Go have fun. Dude, That's probably 30, what happened. He's a thirty-year-old kid. He's got nothing yeah, and, at the and, peak of his hold on. career. And I was listen, I was looking up some information on this guy. It sounds like he's like so disgruntled, and he has such a bad childhood growing up, and he's so you know doesn't know what no one knows what he's thinking. This motherfucker has been around the world more than any other fucking child. He's been to Egypt, Germany. Chicago, Denver, and Cleveland before he was in high school. And then he went to, where is it at? Then his dad took him to like Iraq or something, Kuwait. They went to Kuwait, and then he came back to Cleveland and went to high school. So he's like, where, he's, he's Go seen fuck the yourself, world. Gunkel, you have a better life than most people. You saw more of the world than most kids. Oh, I'm so depressed on these fucking emo songs. Go fuck yourself, dude. This album made me so angry. Sure. I gave it a 34, and that's high. That's I'm surprised the lowest I I've ever this heard him give it. I hated this album. Sorry, like... I really don't like doing that too much. I really like to yeah. try to go through an album, but it's all good. What are you talking about? What is this? This is on the album. I'm supposed to listen to this. And I'm wondering what Pete Davidson was doing there. No, oh, you know, and one other thing I want to show you guys. Why was mine such a bad name? Mine was Barracuda. <laughs> This isn't funny. Kevin and Barracuda. I didn't listen to all this. I just skipped it. You know what else is great? This awesome cover. Have you heard this? Have you heard this? Oh, wait. The original. It's a guy cover of a. This is on the album. This is Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. Ruining misery business. They are destroying this song. Why would they do this? That's a good question. I don't know why either. Have you heard Paramore? Like, yeah. Listen yeah. to this chorus. What? Listen to this chorus. Haley Williams. I mean, she's singing it up there. He's all down here. It's you know, the other thing is this entire album. What is this? Whoa! You heard this song, right? Yeah, by the by Paramore, right? Yeah. Why would you cover this song? Mm. And this is bad for Travis Barker too. Come on, auto tune. 
Why is he? Wait. Okay, can we just move are coming, on? Are you coming on to my side now? Oh my god. I, no, because like. Doc's I, a point for mine. No, because I'm a. I'm an emo kid at heart. Like, you can't do that. The like, only good cover of the song. Terrible. Oh, here. This is Can the we only move on this to is, better stuff. Is, yeah, I'm going to move it on right here. This is the only good cover of Misery of Business. Sea of Treachery. Have you heard this? This is fucking great. This is like a metal band covering this song. Making it their own. This, give it a second. Pretty cool. Wait, this is like a different version. It sounds like Aelstorm. Aelstorm. This is a better version. This is a different version than I know. Sounds like our last night. This isn't the version I'm trying to think of. Dude, this is a song that doesn't but need... this is still better no, than No, okay, <laughs> but this is a song that doesn't even need to be covered in the first place. No. Like, Just leave it alone. Cool, but why cover this song? I get you. Like, I don't get it. Anyway. All right. We're done. 80%, 60%, 6 out of 10, 6 feet, negative. 60%. My, my score on my screen scale is 34, but I'm going to say negative 34. <laughs> okay, can you put some, like, spooky shit on yep. right now? Some, like, I don't know. This is Lorne. You heard of Lorne? No, I'm not. Lorne's tight. Lorne. Lorne's tight. L-O-R-N-E. No, just L-O-R-N. Okay, cool. Actually, wait. Not this Andre. Yes. All right, you guys, yeah, you guys watched We the movie. watched Host. Yes, and I think it was on. It was on Shutter. You um, were like, "Hey, check it out! It's it's really it's good stuff, right?" It was interesting for sure. I saw that all the horror blogs were writing about it. I took a look at it uh, probably a week after it released, and I was like, "Huh, different, different for sure, interesting." And you know, for all its, I mean, faults, just given the premise, I'd never seen a film like that before. So, I mean, for those of you that don't know, host, I mean... Oh, you explain yeah. it, dude. What, yeah. what was it about? Oh, man. So, okay. So, in the kind of twilight of the earth that we find ourselves in now, dealing with the whole pandemic and dealing with everything, any interaction through Zoom, um, people decide that they're going to go ahead and do a seance over Zoom. So... They make a party out of it. They're drinking some whiskey, maybe some rock uh, tequila. I don't know if they're doing that too, but <laughs> the point is they're enjoying themselves and they're getting ready. And of course, as people do, they kind of fuck around a little to the point that it disturbs the spirits. And in doing so, it makes this whole just kind of Pandora's box unsealed, unopened, and shit starts happening. And so we Yeah, getting- without spoiling, like that's... The yeah, gist of it. Just yeah. the general overview. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's so cool that, like, I, I know we've talked about film a lot during COVID, Robert, and, like, we've talked to, like, we DJ Bronner. We talked about, like, D, we talked yes. to, like, DJ Bronner um, and, like, Daniel and stuff about, like, filming during COVID and everything and, like, how that's going. Um, and. I like the first thing I want to say about this movie is like even though I didn't find it that scary um there were some amazing things they did like some of the special effects like on his cuz they did it on Zoom. Oh yeah. That was done on Zoom. And like 
they did some shit where I'm like, how'd you do that? <laughs> like, moving shit around. I know, like, strings and stuff, but, like, they made it seem so smooth and, like, um, like the violence, the go- like, there's a tiny bit of blood and stuff, but, like, the idea that you watch it, if you watched it on your computer, it'd be even creepier was, like you felt like you were part of the movie so it became more of like an experience than just the film that was cool right and i think so i was reading somewhere that the director rob savage or one of the actresses i forgot who was recommending that you watch it from a you know organic perspective i guess just on the computer headphones in as if you're part of the call as well how how rare is a director to say hey watch it on computer yeah but something like this yeah i can so totally he's see an, he's totally an artist right like oh, that that is like i i love that yeah i'm like dude get it when i was watching <laughs> it i was just like this guy's i was watching because i talked to you a lot about like the technical aspects and I just thought of it like, holy crap, like this guy's doing art right now. I, I would totally agree that the film is not by any means scary in the sense that, oh my God, it's going to keep me up at night, but definitely in the sense that it's like premise, how unique it is, at least with that medium. I think it was awesome. It was definitely. And the actors, like whoever they got, they were really good. Like I would... The first thing I, because Liz and I were watching it, and I'm like, don't turn out the lights. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. But um, as we were watching it, I, I leaned over to her. I'm like, these actors are like really into it. They put, really? they, it's very just natural. I mean, uh, typical things that you do in Zoom call, just fuck around with your friends or like comment about somebody else, what they're doing and drink. drink. I, like the, I like the little <laughs> twist of like, there's this little twist where they're like, whenever, cause they get this woman, Sagan or Sagan. I have a couple of, Zealand. I have one question and a comment. One thing, uh, the actress or yeah, it's mostly actresses, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, okay. Most of them, their names in the movie is their actual name in real life. Oh, Haley they, Bishop. They Jimmy did that Moore. on purpose. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, there's Haley, Gemma, Emma, Radina, Caroline, and Alan. Seems like the, yeah. the main characters. <laughs> um, my question is, why? What was like the setup to, for the si- uh, seance? Like, why did like they were just bored or like? No. Um. They meet like. Once a week or once, once a, month, a week and periodically. They, just, they were yeah. already a group and it was yeah. oh, now the pandemic. So they're we like, might hey, as well do it on let's Zoom. fucking try a okay. seance. Okay. And then they get this woman, Sylvan I, or something. I needed, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to figure out like the setup. Like I, I, yeah. get, I get the idea. Like it's a very clever idea, but I needed to know why they were on Zoom. Okay. And yeah. they get this woman, Salen, I think. Salen. Yeah. Salen. 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 That's her real name in real life too. Salen. Salen Baxter. So then she's like, they, they go to her and they're like she's kind of the guru of seances I guess oh, okay um, and she's like uh, we're gonna try this we're gonna do it we're gonna see how it goes and then they open like this door and she gives them rules she's like don't fuck around don't like what do they say don't like uh, I guess don't call up rules? on this or I don't uh, like don't make up yeah like don't tell don't any make lies. fun of them yeah. tell any lies or anything mm-hmm. like that and then they end up starting to be like oh this one girl makes up a story fucking Gemma yeah Damn dude <laughs> like ladies yeah in this in Mess this house up. somebody somebody uh somebody hung themselves mm-hmm. and stuff and she so they they made up I'm not gonna go there ah. but they they made something up 
And then, like, the demon enters, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Spirit. It says a spirit on IMDb. Yes, yeah, spe- <clears throat> whatever. We don't know. Um, <laughs> His name is James Swanton. <laughs> but then, like, shit starts to go awry, right? Real quick. So, they're, um, you know, they're, they're kind of good. You see all their experiences with the same spirit on different freaking screens. So, everybody's dealing with the same spirit because it can travel. Wow. That's creepy. Oh yeah, through the internet is that like the idea? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like like uh, you know that movie Demon House that like Zach Bagans released or whatever. Yeah. Where he said like that gives you the discuss. Did you watch it? A long time ago, quite quite a minute ago. (laughs) I didn't watch it because I was like kind of nervous about stuff coming through. Like, cause I believe in that (laughs) shit. I do. It freaks me out. Oh yeah. Um, but like, I was afraid of something coming through, so I never watched it. But I get the same vibe, like. Like, they're like, you know, it can come through electronically and everything. So they're adapting with the times, these demons. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I, I, I use They're on Facebook. <laughs> I got it on Facebook too. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious. But like, some of those special effects, man, yeah. I was like, how did you do that? Like, it would have had to be CG or like something. Well, I know, yeah. I know you're, I know you're saying that, like, and I could see some of the, the, the still frames from the movie that it makes it look like it's on zoom. I have probably a good idea that they were using like semi-professional cameras on yeah. them, mm-hmm. you know, and make it look like it's from a computer, but I, I didn't watch it. The other thing I wanted to, <clears throat> I wanted to watch it. It's only in 57 minutes. That's the other thing. <laughs> and I like, like that. It's fast. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, but you know, the Rams were on today. I had to watch <laughs> the Rams. They won. Um, so I, I couldn't watch it, but like that was one appealing thought part it was like it's only an hour it's like it's not even like really it's more more of a short than a movie exactly you know um so did you guys do you guys do a scrutiny scale on it yeah and that being, sa- that being said yeah. um I, re- I really enjoyed it there was no music which is fine i gave it lower scores on the i don't know if you did that too pretty but much it- there was not much to say in regards to something that isn't there so yeah, yeah it was a little bit lower yeah yeah, that, that's kind of one downfall of the screen scale, but, you know, I could Sounds. almost, you know, if I would, yeah, like on the sound part, there's no music, like no country for old men. There's no music Ooh, in that movie. How dude, can, you know, such a good I film. would honestly give it a five for sound. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. You went, you were ballsy enough to put it's no music the space, in it. The space like, between. That's, yeah. that's a choice. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Do you think that was a this, good choice not to have music? Well, then when you put it that way, I mean, maybe you would up the ante on, on, on the scales then in that case. Because now that you mentioned no Because if you add men, music into it, yeah. it makes the experience less because like your Zoom calls don't have music. So like having no music Kind of represents the reality. Grand you, yeah, exactly. I know, I know not having it makes it seem like, I oh, I should give it a one because there's yeah. no music. But maybe even be in the mindset of like, oh, you know, they were smart enough not to have music, so maybe I should give it a higher, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's crafty move. Yeah, that's, sounds, yeah, that's a ballsy yeah, move. Yeah. Especially with horror, like in suspense and stuff, like you need some of those tones and music to like really get the tension yeah. and like yeah. build up going. So it's like they, they did, they, you said it wasn't scary. But they made it suspenseful enough without mm-hmm. music and sound. They have they had sounds, yeah, right, right. But and not like, but not like tones, like yeah. yeah. That's what we were. I think we both kind of agreed on was like okay. the sounds. The sounds were 
they were like startling. There was a lot of moments that were like, oh crap. If yeah. I was watching that with headphones, did you do the headphone thing? So I wanted to, because I always, that's how I initially wanted yeah. to watch it. But my fiance, Vanessa, was like, oh my gosh, you're watching this too. Let's watch it together. I'm like, oh, let's do this. That's right. And then eventually, with or without the headphones, there was a few times I found myself jumping up, her more so than me. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it works either way. Did they way. ask you to wear headphones? No, oh. they didn't say it in the no. thing. Oh, no. but, why do, why do but, you have that? Because they, I think I was reading online oh, that they okay. said, like, the, Liz was saying, because Liz is, like, wicked. They want to give you the whole experience. Like, she really, was like, she was like, oh, yeah, we, we, they said to watch it on the, on the, uh, the computer with, like, headphones and Make stuff. Make it seem like you are on a Zoom call. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, how would you do a Zoom call? And then, yeah, that's, that's, In the that's end, a great idea, man. The end is hilarious. I just, my favorite part, when shit starts hitting the fan, you know, when it's life or death, they still have the decency and the courtesy to remember to bring their masks. Like, that is the craziest thing. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Because it's set in COVID. <laughs> yeah. She puts her mask on and jumps out the window. Like, what the fuck? Like in a funny way? No, no, not like, meant in a, to like be trying funny. to escaping. Like way. trying to escape, but like, but still have. Are you really thinking of? Yeah, yeah. All right, like, well, good for her. <laughs> good for her. Right. What was her name? Uh, Gemma. Gemma. Oh god, the one that messed There's it up. Gemma everybody. and Emma. That's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I, I think the best part of this movie, like, see what we will. Like, I had some issues with it. Like, it, it was a little short. Like, it didn't like. It didn't pull me into the world enough. Like, I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I hope he does more, and I hope he does something like this again. Um, but that being said, the actors acted their heart asses off. Oh, yeah. They acted their asses off. They were, you believed that they were freaked out, and they were, Definitely. you know. Oh, yeah. And in many ways, I mean, I, I just really liked how everything was just so organic. Just everything, their chemistry, and them just doing... The, you know, stuff that a typical, you know, group of, you know, um, young adults would be doing, you know, taking shots and just messing around with each other. I thought it, you know, flowed really, you know, just cohesively. So it was pretty good. Gemma is in, uh, uh, sorry, now I'm looking at, oh, Haley, Haley is an angel has fallen and some other like TV shows. I'm trying to see what else these people have been in. Gemma Moore. She's been in Wonder Woman and Doom. Cause I didn't recognize, I didn't recognize any of the, uh, any of the actresses at all? Um, did you recognize anybody like going into it? Was like, was that was that kind of a good thing to like not know yeah. that there was? Oh like, yeah, you didn't recognize. It made it, it it made them more feel real. more real, right? Yeah, yeah just like kind of yeah. spying on like a Zoom call. Like, yeah, okay, it's very clever. That's cool. I mean, it, what, what, I would you guys, say, what was the score? Do you guys give it? I, I gave it a seventy-nine. Would you get it overall? I I think I omitted the part of the overall score, but I think oh no, I think it did add up. Never mind. I think I gave it an eighty or eighty-one. So um, it was like right above right, mine, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so just in the same general. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was just unique in premise. You know, maybe not the scariest film, or maybe not the best. Like, you know, one as far as just like oh my gosh, it's gonna keep me up at night. But you know, it was unique, and it's definitely something that I'll remember compared to maybe like some of the other films that came out um, maybe this year. I heard Antebellum sucked. And I wanted to see that movie. It's funny because I heard the ladies on their Zoom call downstairs saying like, I don't know who it was, but they're like, you should watch it. And oh. I'm like, I, but now you're saying it's not. I good. heard it. That's just what I heard. But I don't know okay. if it's true or not. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe Vanessa said it wasn't good because like somebody said it was good. And Vanessa was so like, the one with the doll. Like 
Antebellum? I don't Janelle know. Janelle Monet's uh, Janelle in Monet's one. in it, yeah. though. And Janelle Monet's yeah. awesome. Yo, oh, she's so talented. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Janelle <laughs> Monet was in um what was that movie that she was in that was also a scary movie? It was a scary movie, right? Oh, um man. Oh, Little Monsters. You oh, should watch it. Lupita Nyong'o was in that one too, right? Is wasn't one? wasn't she in it though? In, I never I saw that know. movie. I don't with even the zombies know. and stuff. But, yeah. Sorry, I'm <laughs> I'm looking her up. So I, I, I didn't need to from this. Little monsters? No, um, no, no, no. This one's not really with good. Fred you, Dude, Fred get Savage. this. <laughs> it's a movie about a teacher who goes on a field trip, and it ends up everybody gets everybody starts getting bit by zombies, and she has to like. Take care of the kids in a, a zombie. Washed up, a washed-up musician teams up with a teacher Dude. and a kids show personality to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies. It's, <laughs> it is. You're a teacher. If you haven't seen it, go watch it and you'll connect. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I'll check <laughs> you'll it out too. think it's hilarious. Let's see where it's at. Um, also, like. Uh, if anyone doesn't doesn't know, JustWatch.com, another unofficial sponsor of the website or the of the website, the podcast. Just watch. You type any movie in there, and it'll show you where it's streaming. Ooh, nice! And and then you can you can like uh, customize it um, to just yours to like the ones that you have. Like, okay, I only have Amazon. And I only have Netflix. And then you tell them that, and then you search for something. And go, oh, it's not on there. Yeah. Uh, Little Monster streaming on Hulu. Nice. Yeah, you gotta never watch heard, it. Yeah, I've never heard of this. this and especially this as funny. a teacher, you'll think it's hilarious because she has to try to entertain them as like <laughs> shit's going on in the background and like people are getting eaten and shit. She's like, oh, and look over here. There's a, there's a blah, blah, Josh blah. Gad is in it. Too? It's it's. Ooh. Oh yeah, he is, and he. Play, oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> oh. Beautiful Halloween movie. Go watch it. Nice. Um, Hulu it is. And Lupita Nyong'o is one of my... She's the most beautiful. I love her. She's just like an amazing actress. Nyong'o. Nyong'o. She's super talented. Yeah. Yeah. She's in Us as well. Us is so good. Good film. Love those movies. Black Panther? I think she's in Black Panther She's like the... She's like romantic the, lead or whatever. She's the one that wants to. Yeah, the, her, her and, she's oh. a badass. Is who she her is. And Chad, Chadwick. R.I.P. Oh, oh right. pour sorry, one out. Sorry, Don't get. Down. Sorry, bring it down. All right. Pour one out. All right. Um, moving on. All right. Yeah, you guys dude, gave it um, 79, 80. round eighty. So if you guys are horror fans, check it out. An hour. I mean, it's not bad. Post and it's yeah. not a waste of time. It's really no, good. No. Turn off all the lights. Watch it on your computer with some headphones. That's the way to do it. There you go. Absolutely. Halloween's it. coming Absolutely. up. Go I do didn't it. do it either. Maybe okay. I'll do it like. Maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the music stopped. I'm sorry about that. Because I don't really remember everything. No, I yeah. just forget things because I'm 32 now. So. <laughs> what, um, are you old or something? Yeah, you're younger than me, Robert. Don't lie. Um, anyway. <laughs> I wish I was. Uh, yeah, dude. Let's let's get into talking about you. Ooh. Letting you you talk. Um, <laughs> me? Not you. Oh, our guest. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I've talked way too much. Um, <laughs> horror is your thing. Like, I, Andre and I are Yeah, let's uh, go a little cousins. background. Yeah, yeah, Andre and I are cousins. I consider you a cousin. Absolutely. Um, Same Greg, here, man. Greg's, you know, my cousin. So wait, hold your on. brother. Cousin. Back up. So when you say cousin, are you literally cousins? No, we're not Liz? literally. Not we're cousins related. through Liz, yes. Closer than blood. Wait, so Liz so you is related Greg. to the Leon? Liz is you my knew cousin. Greg. Yeah. Yes, you knew Greg I, in high yeah, school. Yeah, Greg was my... my I remember Greg. You're yeah. friends with Greg, or like acquaintances. Yeah, we were friends. Yeah. And, sure and Greg he's Greg's me. brother. Right. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then how is that associated with stocks? Or okay, Liz? and so I knew your sister. Yeah. And Liz knew your yeah. Liz is your right. My cousins. Cousin. Yeah. God. So it's not literally Liz, through legal stuff, You're dude. Just saying, this is nuts, actually, because <laughs> like I didn't know him until like we finally, you know, I got married and I went to the family parties and I met you. Right. Um, Liz was Arhelia's because. You guys don't look exactly the same. No, All three of you. No. I'm like, who? What? My brother looks Samoan. My sister looks Lebanese. I look Indian. Yeah, so, for <laughs> sure. We're all over the place. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I knew Arhelia in like I think middle school. I talked to her a couple times. How old is she? Maybe Where high school. A couple. Th- my, our age. Our age. Thirty-two. So thirty-two. What, what year did you graduate high school? Twenty-ten. Argos. Oh, what? You're way. You're way younger than me. <laughs> yeah, but I, for some reason I felt. But you like went we to Grove though. Yeah. I went to Grove. Right, good. good. Argos. Yeah. Go Argos. <laughs> and so I never knew Andre up until I met him at our family parties when mm-hmm. I was dating Liz, and I didn't know Liz was Arhelia's cousin. Until, like, after... I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, like, that was just, like, a full circle. So, like, then, through marriage and stuff, you guys are literally... Yeah, we're related. cousins. Yeah. Right. So, um, I like, my family's really small. I've never... Like, my cousins are awesome, but... <laughs> when you get all, into those Mexican... It's bad. Exactly. When my mom married that my stepdad, oh, I gained, like, 16 yeah, cousins. for <laughs> sure. And, and they... You know, like your family is like taking me in absolutely so man. much. I love the family, like most amazing people. Um, and then so like he and I haven't like we didn't start talking like more until later when we realized we're both into weird shit. Yeah, like okay, like I'm at Halloween. I love freaking since I was growing up. It's so up. weird that like this guy and his wife are like straight up teachers and christians and like the best people around like you are american dream you're you're white your what your your wife is mexican and it's gonna be great you guys are married and then you watch the weirdest shit yeah. like weirdest, mom and like, dad i'm the weird dark guy that like watches always sunny you know? and stuff and you watch stuff that's like i don't want to watch that. that's weird i think uh, you need to get off like you're, you're too nice that you need to get off on those like weird stuff yeah dude yeah for sure i'm <laughs> the dark side got a balance did you get did you get that early with liz or did you have to like find that out was that one of the things that like you and liz hit off was like I, oh you like weird shit i like weird shit talking too. about serial killers on the first date i was stuff. really scared of like mentioning i liked weird stuff yeah. but like once she started mentioning she liked like post hardcore like mm. uh like at the drive-in and stuff i'm like okay there's my there's my way does in this family like, have any other like single cousins that i can meet <laughs> i wish i don't think so no right. i mean once you find that and, one person yeah, yeah. And that's the joke about the medinos yeah. and the like in the um extended family as well like once they found somebody it would that was it they're locked <laughs> in now if i can think of somebody i don't think so though everybody keep looking married. for mr main over here i wouldn't yeah <laughs> He's a great it's guy. A good crop over there, though. Eligible too. bachelor. Yeah. It's a great family. Um, so we we met each other through um, me, you know, dating Liz, obviously, and then realizing, holy crap, I'm connected to people I never even thought I would be connected to. 
And like, so Andre and I and um, your fiance, which I wanted to mention, you're getting married soon. Dude, congratulations. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Like October 31st, because it's your favorite part, you know, time of the year. Halloween. For many years, I had the unfortunate... I guess inheritance of being born on uh, in December, which to know the normal person, it's cool. The you know season of perpetual <laughs> hope. But me, I wanted it on Halloween, so I'm like, if you can't give me my birthday, then I'll be damned if you'll take my wedding day from me. And we made it happen. However, fun fact that even I know, you celebrate your birthday in October. I do because you don't like that your birthday. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're okay with it. You're like I was born, but I like the cel- the shenanigans of you know um, Halloween. I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's pretty good. If it was possible to legally change my birthday, I would do it in a heartbeat. No way, shape, or form that I would accept December 17th. But yeah, that's it. And I think it, it, it's okay because they're only like a couple months off. If I, like I'm born in March, if mm-hmm. I was like, no, I want a December birthday, it'd be like, what? <laughs> that's really far away, but you're only like a couple months away. In a ballpark, especially like Halloween, like that's like technically like November first, kind of. Like, it you know is. I mean? Like it's it's not really like the month, so <laughs> that's cool. Like that's a good way to do it, man. It's exciting. It was a lot of costume parties, and even better on a selfish reason, it was cool not to get double gifted uh, during Christmas time. So it was because my birthday was so close to Christmas that they'd be like, "Hey, Miho, this is your birthday gift, but it's also your, your Christmas, Christmas gift." Oh. Like, oh, thank you for that. That's Liz. Liz and you share the same struggle. Same month. Yeah, she's yeah. early December, so Oof. people that don't have that they go oh no you get two presents no i know yeah i've heard so many one stories of people each. like that like no you get one present one for both. and that's that it sucks. <laughs> that sucks because at least for me like march i have december and then i got like two months and then i get a birthday so it's yeah. like enough buffer time where they can give me good leeway <laughs> yeah it's enough <laughs> so you you talk about like Okay, I, I, w- I wish I could change my, you know, birthday to Official October or whatever. What got you into horror? Like, at what point did you really start, like, grabbing on to, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm all in. This is me. This is, this is my stuff. Right. I yeah. mean, I, I think just kind of with Halloween being so ubiquitous with who we were as individuals growing up and my family, my mom would always decorate from the mm-hmm. You know, the roof all the way down to the floor. I was obsessed with it. It was just so, like, just such a festive time of year for me. And then, so I guess naturally, in the pecking order of things, you know, I grew, okay, on Halloween, we watch Halloween movies, you know what I mean? For many reasons, like, but especially slasher films, you'd see the paradigm of, oh, you know, the ones who do drugs and have sex, you know, they get picked off first, and unfortunately, the minorities die, which is always something <laughs> I took exception to, but hey, that's how it go. I mean, that's what it was, the state of affairs. Yeah. And, but in there's that, this format that they made, you know, yeah, so many years for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, you know, I was like, oh man, this is cool. And then eventually, you know, it bled into the final girl, the virginal girl, overcoming the odds and freaking finally killing the guy. And also, it was a good, I guess, palpable way to say, oh, I can watch boobs and it'll be okay. Like Heck in yeah. these movies, like it's it, nice. You know, that's a great point. Like the first time I saw boobs was probably in a horror movie yeah. because it was like, it was expected in a horror movie. <laughs> I think, were we talking about this last week? The first time we saw boobs? No, no I think we were I, talking know. about that on Over the Drinks. No, no, um, yeah. It was on a little shout out to What's Your Position podcast on the la, uh, on a, one, of, one of the minisodes coming out 
we did talked about movies and it was talking about American Pie, dude. Like, oh, it was, and yes. like your first, like your first, like boner movie that you got, you know? <laughs> it was, and, it was American Pie. And we talked pie. about like horror because, you know, if you're already like yeah. chopping some guy's head off. You're ready to get an R rating. Why not throw some boobs yeah. in? Yeah, like, like it's you're ready under their R rating bar. Like, in comparison, it's like yeah. boobs are a natural thing that just like exist. Right. Why is killing somebody like? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No one else has done it. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Um, so having said that, with the horror tropes and everything, um, are you kind of happy to see the like the movies that kind of poke fun? At that, like, you know what I mean? Have you seen the, any of those? Like, uh, Scream is a great example of it. Absolutely. Um, Wes Craven is amazing, just kind of spelling it out. And at yeah. the time, you know, where slashers were kind of getting stagnant, he decided to re- give a good resurgent film of the genre. And, like, knowing. Like, yeah. it's, it's, we know what we're doing. Self, it's like self aware. Self think. That's right. exactly what I was trying to think yeah. of self aware. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we know what we're making. Like, sc- we know. Scary movie with the Waynes brothers. Oh my God. What about fucking Cabin in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods. I exactly. was going to bring that up. Yeah. I was before, you know, when you said, like, how'd you grow up? I want to pitch to you. Like, what do you think about Cabin in the Woods? Oh, I think it's incredible. I mean, I. How they, like. I think overall just. Spoiler the whole alert. Premise, hey, yeah. We're going to get some spoiler alerts on Cabin in the Woods. But like, because <laughs> that's a big spoiler, is like at the end. Okay, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. At the end, they show every type of like horror monster, monster yeah. person ever, and no one had ever really done that before. It was always just like one, you know, maybe Alien versus Predator, like two, yeah. two guys, you know, right. but never like a hundred different monsters at once. Can I make like a pretty bold assertion? No, I'm talking about no. Cabin in the Woods. Okay, you can do well, no, I was gonna no, make no, a bold like, assertion of like yeah. Cabin in the Woods is probably one of the best <laughs> horror movies I've ever seen. In my life and that's that's my I mean, at yeah. least for me as not a big horror fan yeah. yeah that is like my line like even that's a little kind of pop culture like mm. like american horror or not american horror story uh, american psycho oh yeah i oh. like i like more of a psych like a psychological thriller <laughs> i don't need to see the blood i know it's it's sugar and like corn syrup. Corn syrup. It's not real to me. I want to be fucked with the yeah. mind. Does yeah. That make sense? Yeah. Now wait, what's your story with American Horror Story? I, oh. Or not American Horror Story. American <laughs> I got you Psycho. Now. American, American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. So you, I, I remember you saying you interviewed yeah. somebody. So for the record, that's probably not the scariest horror film, but it's my favorite one. It's fun. Um, it is oh, it's so great. Fun. Bale, come on. Christian man. Bale is just. A, I love that it's a 2000 movie. Yeah. They really make it look like it's from the look 90s. Like oh, 90s. Yeah. yeah. Like they look yeah. like they. Oh, they shot it in the 90s. No. <laughs> no. The 2000s. They just nailed it. Yeah. What, so continue. So yeah, no. So I mean, it was my favorite. It's my favorite horror film, and so I have a poster of it in my yeah my house. I've gone to screenings of it with you know the um, uh, screenwriter Guinevere Turner, who I ended up interviewing uh, for Ghastly Grinning uh, to do an interview with her. And wow. We were able to sit down, talk Psycho and uh, or American Psycho, as I should say. <laughs> and overall, it was just an incredible experience because to me that was like almost just like talking to your idol, and you know in many ways that was the movie that really got me invested in not just horror film as an appreciation but as a culture uh, accepting it as just overall a medium for which it could lead to other opportunities to say you know what maybe I can you know give my 100% to this and see that it is something fun that you know one day if I'm lucky I can do and talking to her really put that into perspective it's it's really a niche like just like culture like the horror but it's so big like once you, once you like too. It, like the door into it is like so small versus like 
action adventure and like cartoon movies and stuff. But once you get through that door, it's like, holy shit, there's so much like people and movies and TV and, and just yeah that's crazy brilliance in there like like pe- the writers like okay like not all horror movies but you're talking like like if I'm thinking about some of the movies I've seen more recently um Midsummer Ari Aster like oh, even if you don't man. like his movies they're unique as hell I didn't like he Midsummer. didn't like it really I, oh. I appreciated it but I didn't like it. Yeah. But but I appreciated that he gave me a feeling after after the end of the movie. I was like icky, right? I Ooh. felt icky and gross, and I didn't like it. But I was like, step back, and I was like, that director made me feel that way. Yes. I honestly, so think he made me gave me a feeling. So I honestly like, think won. you'll like. Uh, you'll. He hasn't seen Hereditary. I think no. you'll like Hereditary more. Um, it's a better movie, but like Ari Aster came up with that like really. Kind of a new age, out there, new age, like hipster, creep you it's a little, out. It's a little hipster. It is. Oh yeah, but in oh, an yeah. artsy, like you can't like him and his crew do it in such a way that you can't make fun of. Yeah, yeah. like you could make like oh these a twenty four fucking hipster oh, kids they, making, can't. making these horror movies. They're but then, beautiful. But then, but then you look at it and go, oh, fuck, these guys are doing a really yeah, good job. Like, they're doing like, an amazing mid, job. Let's just say Midsummer, like Hitchcock would be proud. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like he uses a lot of Hitchcockian like references, and especially in Midsummer, yeah. like. These moments of silence and zooming and like zooming Music. out and Dolly beautiful yeah. ambient noise. Without, yeah. Yeah, Hitchcock, yeah. And so going on that, what's the like scariest movie you've ever seen? So it's funny. I mean, like, as what far, would you consider the scariest movie? So scariest movie. I mean, if we're thinking just as far as impact and everything, not personally, but just impact, I would say either The Exorcist or Jaws. But in Ooh. regards to a scene that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. It was the uh, scene from the movie The Descent in which these spelunkers are going down in the caves. They have these night vision cameras on and as they're kind of calling for help, help us, help us, a fucking humanoid hanging and looming over them appears on screen and I lose my shit. My dad pauses the video to go to the toilet. My brother, sisters and I are grabbing each other (laughs) and we're fucking hysterical. We end the night. We don't even finish the movie. Dude, I remember that that movie came out and seeing like the concept like, oh, we're going into like these sea caves. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to know what's down there. No, it's it's Have that fun. No. found footage genre is is a niche. is that what that kind of was? Yeah, in, in, in that part, yeah, oh, okay. especially yeah, but yeah, wasn't found it, footage. Isn't it found footage? Oh no, it's part, part of it. Yeah, partially. just that part. Okay. Mm. In that genre, like one how, of my, one how of my, old were you? Oh man, I think that movie came out in 03, 04, or 05, so like, I had to be like 12. Yes, yeah, so I was like 12. 12. One of my yeah. favorite movies, <laughs> one of my favorite horror movies is Blair Witch Project. Oh, man. And like Blair Witch Project just blew the lid off of cinema. Just like not the most eloquently designed movie at all. Creepy as hell. Like yeah, I mean, the way they figured that out was I, just like, I, yeah, that found footage. Like that was, yeah. A, I Genius. mean, was it was it them? Yeah, they were before um, Paranormal Activity, right? Yeah, yeah. Those movies. Well, could, we, could we say that Blair Witch kind of 
like they started, started yeah. it. They really did. Because then I'm, I'm sure there, I'm sure there were the some line. other ones that like attempted it, but they were the ones that like popularized it. Yeah. yeah. I mean mm-hmm. that last scene where the guy's standing in the corner. Fuck oh yeah. That. Yeah, it's scary. Fuck well, that. Also the the way they went about marketing it too, just making it seem it as was if it was real. a real thing. Yeah. You know? And it's a nineties icon now. It is like, it was it's, kind it's, of like a little pre like internet that we know of like internet yeah. was around but it wasn't like you can go on IMDb. like imdb didn't exist when blair witch product like yeah out. right for sure you couldn't go look up these actors and go oh no they're actors we all assumed they were oh, real yeah. people yeah and we found their fucking footage somehow <laughs> yeah and so going on that like the found footage is crazy so you would say descent is probably like visually kind of some of the creepiest you've seen oh definitely especially I, with that scene for sure <laughs> exorcist was always mine dude oh I'm like gonna, i'm gonna be kind visually. of lame and i'll throw a movie out there that a lot of horror people will laugh at and go really that's yours but i was at the age and i remember being in my seat the village oh okay i know it's not the best movie but when she's standing there and she's blind and that monster comes up behind her slow motion i i remember just sitting in my seat going (gasps) like i'd never felt fright like that before in my life so that's mine the village i know it's time milan was on a hot streak at that time with signs you know you know all those films people talk shit in the village i liked it man it was a kind of a kind of a cool concept when you like it's a cold finish it it is and you've kind of figure out the twist at the end you're like oh wow like yeah that could be like that could happen and it's yeah it's not a horror movie like signs or anything it's i don't know yeah, I, so, I get yeah. props to Village. I don't think it's that bad. It is. It's it's a good movie. It's better um, than The Happening. Oh God, oh, we all agree The Happening's terrible. Okay, if, moving, if on, he moving, ra- on, moving see, on. See, people people talked crap on him after that, but it's like erase that movie and everything else is like good. Yeah. Devil is Sixth great. Sixth Sense. Oh Devil yeah, is great. The elevator. Oh my God. Oh, you want to know one of the creepiest fucking moments of my life is in that movie, The Visit. Have you seen that? No. Oh, with the, the grandparents? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. I don't it think so. You no. need to watch The Visit. The Go visit. watch it. Both of you. I've heard, yeah, I heard it's pretty awesome. No, there's a moment in he that, and I'm going to talk to you after. He wrote it, right? I don't think. I'm I don't know if up. he directed. I don't but think I know. it's. I don't think it's something he directed. Dude, but he wrote it. There's a moment in that when Liz and I both like, I went pale. I was like. Oh my God! No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I stand corrected. He did direct and Ooh. write the visit. It's, when did that come? It's out? one of the 2015. You know, it's oh, crazy. It's this, the, one of my scariest movies is probably like Exorcist because it's just yeah. terrifying. Um, but in Paranormal Activity one, yeah, because that movie freaked me out. Yeah. I couldn't sleep the night after. <laughs> the other ones have their moments, they're, but, but they're that just, first one was like the other ones are just in. cool to watch because yeah. they have really cool like. Like we said with uh, Host, special effects are really cool. Oh, yeah. And I think it was really cool just overall to see something so new at the time, I guess, um, uh, with Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Um, and made a lot of money. Oh, like, yeah. The, like, yeah. That's oh, the other crazy did. part it's with like, great Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. They spent like no money. <laughs> yeah. And they made as much money as like a big budget. <laughs> like, they go down as like one of the biggest any movies of all time they kind of get crappier as they go no, but yeah. nonetheless but, they're still entertaining but then that's like the studios coming in like oh shit like we spent fifty thousand dollars on the movie and we made a hundred million dollars let's do that again oh yeah <laughs> like yeah. let's invest double that we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars let's see what you guys do yeah. like so yeah 
Um, so we were talking earlier, ghastly grinning. Yes. Can you tell us, like, our audience? So, like, shout out, and also, like, what do you do with them? Like, what is it? So, first of all, I want to go to give a quick shout out to the editor and uh, creator of Ghastly Gritting, uh, Ryan Larson. He's on Twitter. Because uh, without him, I wouldn't have, uh, he wouldn't have taken a chance on me. I would not be doing this. So, um, overall, it's a horror publication uh, that's online. Um, many of the writers um, just review films, uh, they give their two cents, uh, games, all sorts of media pretty much uh, that relate to the horror genre. And um, I found out about him through this uh, previous um, internship that I had for writing called Halloween Every Night. As I built a Rolodex, I got to know people, and I said, man, I gotta go ahead and do something that will get me up into a different echelon. And surely enough, you know, I come across Ryan, and at first I ask him, I'm like, hey man, you know, I'm starting to do this stuff. Uh, can you take a chance on me? Ghosts me, like not even, a, like he left me on red. <laughs> and so I'd slid into his DMs again, and I'm like, dude, like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> a couple months later, and after I think the third time, you know, he said, he's like, oh, hey man, I'm so sorry. You know, so much has been going on. And yeah, surely enough, um, he gives me an assignment to just, you know, watch a lot of, a boatload of, you know, independent films and it allows me to review them. You know, he gives me feedback. I throw it out there. And the main hope, because a lot of the people that write for that go on to write out for like bigger publications like Fangoria, Dread Central, which in horror circles are like big, the yeah. big ones, the flagship ones. So that's hopefully what's, you know, doing and just to continue to build contacts and give people at least reviews of, you know, these films that we otherwise wouldn't know about. It'll happen for you. This dude is one of the hardest guy, hardest working guys I know, too. Like he, he works his butt <laughs> off. I, um, I tell I tell PAs all the time. What you just said was was great. Is squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah, you gotta be persistent. You gotta ask questions. A lot of these people that you look up to, yeah, at some point they do want to help people because yeah. they were helped by the person that helped them. Yep. Like they want to share that knowledge. Most of the time, I would say like ninety five percent of the time, those people want to help you. But also, if your wheel is too squeaky, they'll replace it. Oh yeah. yeah, you're too annoying and too like percent. Like there is a point where you're getting too nerdy. They go, okay, I'm just gonna replace you. With <laughs> yeah, with somebody else. different. There's a million other people. But yeah. if you're just kind of squeaky enough, and you're just persistent and ask the right questions at the right time in the right way, like this is weird. But that, dude, that's like the way to do it, man. Just yeah, like, yeah. I I try to do that all the time with people. I I, I DM people. I can't tell you how many times I've DM'd people that I've found on Instagram that work on Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. <laughs> and mess direct message them like, "How the fuck did you get on that on that show? How do I do that? How do I do?" And yeah, most most like ninety nine percent of the time I don't get a response. But, but that one percent is but that meaningful. one chance I could maybe reach the right person. Yeah. and go, "Oh yeah, I just talked to this one person," and then that leads me to another person. So you know, maybe one day I'll work on Always Sunny. And that was like everything worth it at that point. That yeah. one time, it's just enough you know, it was, to get. It was like, yeah, it's like that with music, with anything. Like, yeah. You just, you just, you know, but not too persistent. No, you gotta, um, be, you gotta be cool about it. Yeah, cool. and not that's not the, that's the hard you gotta, part to learn. You gotta stay away from dork territory. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. So. Um, how long have you been writing for him? So I started in June, and so the main goal... Oh, okay, so yeah. pretty, re- uh, pretty right, recent. very recent, but I've been writing for other publications for the past two years. began with this one based in London called London Horror Society, oh. and then it evolved... International into, over here. International, yeah, and so, yeah, and after <laughs> that, sure. I took a hiatus and everything just to focus on school, and then I decided to go back and do an internship with Halloween Every Night, 
and then I took another hiatus just because I was balancing graduate school and you know you know normal work and life. everything and yeah. life exactly. <laughs> but then finally I was like kind of I think I was sitting in the tub or something. And I'm like, damn, if I really want something, you know, you got to do it and stuff. And if you want to immerse yourself in that culture, you're in America, man. Sitting yeah, exactly. in the tub. Sitting were you the bring, tub. Were you drinking a nice bottle of Chianté? <laughs> Chianté. With some what does he say? He says Chianté and oh, maybe your liver man? with some. Oh, with a fava beans. Fava nice beans. Chianté. Chianti. Chianti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a bath bomb for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe some Cheetos. A little bit of Cheetos. Black, black, black bath bomb. Yeah, black bath bomb. That's right. Because we're dark. We're dark. But um, yeah. And then I, I just thought, kind of had that, you know, revelation in the sense that, you know, I just got to do it. Why not yeah. balance? Because the thing is, teaching is the main passion. Oh, yeah. I continue to do that. For as long as I could sustain it, yeah. Because um, the kids wear me out a lot too sometimes, but oh, I love it. it. I love every moment. That's what teaching is, dude. It is. It <laughs> is. It is such a good, just oh my god, a good feeling to be able to you know help people out. Mm. But also too, you know, I never thought, I never fancied myself as a guy to do one thing. Like one of my biggest idols is Henry Rollins from Black Flag. Oh yeah. Oh Rollins yeah. Rollins band, because the the guy he just does everything, and mm-hmm. you know maybe never to get any you know acclaim for or get any recognition but just to do it because yeah. he wants to try it. And that's definitely what I wanted to try and say, well, if I'm going to go one day with as clumsy as I am, you know, whether if I'm walking to a speeding train without looking both ways or tripping over a manhole and then breaking my neck on the way that's down. That's a true horror fan's way oh, of like, yeah. that's, that's going like, right there. Trip, but yeah, dude, creative. I've read a lot of his reviews and they're, they're really, they're solid, man. Appreciate so it, man. you're doing really good work. Um, it, it's something that like even interested me like holy crap like writing man it's so good um and Corey's so an been, amazing writer too i let him oh, do all the writing <laughs> so so i do the technical stuff and he does but all the you know writing. this podcast ain't about me um <laughs> so like uh you've you've probably gone to conventions like uh multiple conventions what's your favorite convention that you've gone to that like kind of in encapsulates the uh the horror experience of them all because i always wanted to go to scarlet i always wanted to go to you know um, monster palooza yeah but of the ones that i've been to uh that i feel kind of just embraces the spirit of horror and halloween was definitely midsummer scream to me it's in long beach long beach convention center it's close to home uh embraces everybody to come it's not just you know for people that got you know a hundred dollars in the pocket to spend on meeting robert england or you know other celebrities yeah. it's just it's based just on the spirit and getting people to enjoy and it's one of the only ones that actually has a whole section dedicated to um, i guess scare you know haunted houses haunted attractions and i think yeah. that was something that really made us excited it's really sad that it couldn't happen this year but yeah you know, most things were postponed and we'll get a little bit into that like after the next topic like covid and all the haunted attractions and because they're doing some creative stuff this year can i make a suggestion yes can we take a quick break absolutely pee? i gotta pee we Dude, gotta this pee. is great i'm yeah. good on time i can we continue need a little, this pee. Little, yes uh, i can pee, pee break cool break too well, for do a um, yeah so we'll be right back uh we'll talk a little bit more horror stuff and the, and Shit, I, yeah, yeah. i want to get into haunted houses because i've heard <laughs> some stuff but they're you know it's covid time so we'll get it there we'll Let's be right back it. yeah yeah
and we are back. Um, take a little break. Uh, right now we're talking. a pee break. I know pee 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 pee. Yeah, pee Terramana tequila is going through us. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Stuff is. Ri- we're about halfway through the bottle. It's Already. that delicious. The Rock uh, would be proud. The Rock would be proud. The Brahma Bull. A Brahma Bull. I'm. Su- how is the Rock? Do you- okay. I'm not surprised, but do you think the Rock would ever do a horror movie? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. 100%. He did Doom. Yeah, it's not that a horror. Doom. And Doom yeah. was I never terrible. saw that though. Did I liked it. See it? I thought it was, I thought cool. it was good. That I love the game. Shooter. The first yeah. person part. There's yeah. like a first yeah. person yeah. Uh, scene in it. That's really cool. Um, I think I think The Rock would need. He's, he's a family mainstream. guy. He's he seems like, well. He also seems like a family guy. Like yeah. he, he doesn't really want to. It's. I know. Like. Newfound Glory, like Jordan, like when he writes lyrics and stuff, he does it so that like his kids could be able to listen to it. You know what I mean? I never knew you could tie in The Rock and Newfound Glory. Because Newfound Glory is <laughs> hot, the no, best no, I'm, I'm pop punk band ever. Tip of the cap to you, man. That was pretty great. Yeah. So like they like, I think once you get into it, like even Adam Sandler is there at this point. Like except for Uncut Gems is like kind of a. He went off the thing. Okay, wait. Now but you're, he does now you're grown of, off base. No, but he did Adam like grown ups. He did grown ups. He did like grown ups, grown ups too. All the like kid you put family movies. But you could. Dude, would you put uncut gems in horror? No. Oh, okay. Uncut gems is like. I don't think people whatever. would. I like. Uncut I don't think gems. people would take Adam Sandler serious if he did it in a horror movie. <laughs> he actually has a Halloween movie. Did you see oh, that? Oh yeah, it's coming out, but what? it's like a funny. I think it's like, probably a funny it's, comedy. Yeah, like it's more like a douchey, not douchey. I'm sorry, <laughs> but more yeah, but no douchey. It is like not horror. It's like more fun Halloween. Comedy. It's probably like goosebumps. Yeah. Like, you know the goosebumps yeah. of like Jack Black. Yeah. Probably like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, uh, we. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead to lead in to our guest. What's uh? Give me like your three. Okay, you're talking to someone that knows no nothing about horror, might not know anything about Halloween, and they're like so excited, and you say I, you should watch these three movies before Halloween. Ooh. What do you tell them? Okay, and damn. For the realm of Halloween, That's a big question. All right, I'm gonna go with Trick or Treat number one. Ooh. It encapsulates the whole Halloween spirit. Underrated. So, number one, truly underrated, criminally really underrated. So definitely Trick or Treat for one. Number two, I would probably have to give. And it is not a horror movie whatsoever, so I'm kind of going off topic. Hocus Pocus, because who doesn't love a little bit of Bette Midler doing a little bit of uh, it's pretty great, pretty good stuff? Yeah, and and Sarah, Maj- uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah, she's kind of out of her element in that. She plays like I know she's like the ditzy blonde, but she plays it way over the top on that on that movie, yeah. and it's like oh, yeah. funny though. It is. And then the third witch, I don't remember her name. Me too. I, I met her once. What? I met her at a AIDS Walk Orange County. She was like a the celebrity that That's come really on. She seems like a sweet lady. I'm gonna look her up right now. She always does all like of the, them seem like sweet ladies. Oh, uh, yeah. I just want to say one thing. Uh, the movie that you're talking about with oh shit with uh, uh, Adam Sandler. I think it's Hooby Halloween. Yeah, that's what it is. Hooby, Hooby, Hooby Halloween. Hooby. Yeah, it looks Cubes. stupid. Don't watch it. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. Just want to point that out. Continue. Last movie. No, I, Hocus Pocus. Uh, the, what was the other one? And then uh, it was Trick or Treat. Hocus Trick or Pocus. Treat, yeah. And then, of course, every Halloween it never fails. I'm wearing the shirt of it right now. 
Halloween. I, I wanted to mention it earlier. Oh, he's yeah. Pretty, he's wearing a pretty sweet fucking yeah, shirt right is. now. Creepy company, gentlemen. That's the way uh, I got this. Is that your unofficial sponsor? Oh, today? dude, I, I bought something so. from them, yeah. too. They're no dope. I forgot what I bought, though. Oh. <laughs> you got some cool shit It's like there. a Hawaiian shirt for our listeners. It's like a Hawaiian shirt, but with Halloween. Exactly. You got yeah, all these scenes. The tombstone. I appreciate the social scrutiny, scrutiny, scrutiny pin on there. Appreciate oh, exactly. That. Yeah, and the mug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, by by the uh, by the way, any person that wants to come on the scrutiny podcast, you get a free mug and stickers and Hell shit. Yeah. So if you want to right come on the podcast and talk movies and stuff. Hit us up. Why does the cop look kind of like Joe Rogan? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm about to spit some shit your way. Buddy. I do like the colors, though. It's like a yeah, it's got the uh, teal and I but, but then the the, the pumpkin real sticks are, out. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a good one. Yeah, I wanted to wear this to work, but for many reasons, I couldn't. So you could. I oh, mean, the gun. Maybe the I gun. I guess the gun. I think there's a knife in there. Oh, the yeah. knife and the gun. Other than that. That would be cool. Do you think you could wear it, Corey? I think you could pull it off. Yeah, I think. Maybe high school. Mm, if you're a high yeah, school teacher. High school teacher. Yeah, yeah. that's a like, high school teacher shirt. Because that's like a high school movie. If like you're in high school, yeah. Halloween. Like, yeah. Your, well, your first graders are not going to know. Middle school is really funny because it's like, it's like I've seen all that shit. But I can't admit it. I gotta be in the high school. Like yeah. I've Dude, seen all I that watched, shit. I've yeah. seen it. I watched Rocky Horror Picture Show before middle school. Yeah. Oh, like, oh shit. I know it's not ho- like horror, but it's like no. something like a yeah. kid shouldn't. Yeah. Watch. No, 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 no. But so yeah. awesome. My so parents were awesome. which yeah. did you like the new Halloween? Can you not not like too long of a conversation on this? But like, did you think the new one was good? It was decent. Yeah. Cool. Given what it was, I thought it was decent. You know, it's really funny. You know the uh, you know Arhelia's realtor. Yeah, she's married to the producer of Halloween. I saw on the on the card from her and her husband. Yeah, they uh, producer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They produced it. They Corey, did it. Why do we have him on when we? You know the producer. No offense. <laughs> no, no, no. No offense. No, I'm just kidding. He's our realtor. They were our realtor. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that uh, holiday card, and he has, like, the yeah, he, Michael we, Myers in the back. We have that up on our, like, oh, uh, It's, like, part so cool. of his, like, business card? Yeah. You no, know, it's part of their holiday, holiday card. card. <laughs> it's, like, his family, and, he, and Michael Myers has, like, a knife behind them, and it's, like, happy Halloween. That guy's and living the me. life I want to live. Yeah, You know what I mean? Dude. Just being stalked by a mass yeah. assailant, like, during our holiday photo. <laughs> Yeah, yes. It's in. I thought it was a really well done movie. I thought they kept to the to the source material because I grew up on like the original was like dope. It's super weird and ambient, quiet, like creepy. Um, but anyway, we're back to our uh, our talk on like Midsummer Scream, all the haunt mazes. Did you ever go to one where that one dick was at? Uh, <laughs> McCamey? What's his name? McCamey? Oh, my God. Did you ever go where he was there? I know where you exactly what you're talking about. McCamey Manor? McCamey Manor. No. So watch the documentary. Corey referred it to me, in fact. It's called Haunters. They got, they delve into, like, the, I guess, setup and genesis of different, like, haunted attractions across the USA. And there's this one that's probably the most notorious called McCamey Manor. You have to 
to sign a warrant or not a warrant. You have to sign a waiver, a waiver and you have to pretty much go undergo a psychological evaluation to see if you're fit to undergo this otherwise eight hour ordeal or it's like a good eight one. hours. It's, it's as long as you can go. Pr- probably. I can only much. imagine. Dude. The, yeah. Like at one point, you're just not even scared. You're just like fatigued. Like, God, get me out of here. Like, I just want to go to Stressed, bed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's on average, people tap out at hey, two fuck hours. That guy. I think I could do it He's, and just be like, you know what? I know what this asshole's up to. Like, I'm just going to deal with it. Is, is, there, there, is there like a he tortures or something at the end? No. Like, no. No. You survived oh, it. I think I've heard of this guy. Is this the guy that like put like. I know he has like different situations that he can put you in, but like, does he put you in a like a coffin? Yeah, that's yeah. one of the things, right? He does worse. Yeah. It just he puts you in a coffin in the ground, covers and, like, your head, and then things. dunks you underwater and, and like drowns waterboards you. you. And you pay this guy, yeah, to do this to you. See, and, and there's no benefit. There's no prize. I'm a like, for at punishment. the end, I get this little squishy toy. Like, I no. Yeah, no, he doesn't do any okay. of that. The weird thing about him and the people that go to do this is he become almost like members of a cult. Yeah. Like yeah. it's almost like the Stockholm syndrome. They're like, Yeah, he's awesome. And I've seen I watched the documentaries and I've seen the people like, Oh yeah, he's he's great. He got me over my fears and blah 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 and they follow him like creeps. It's like, no, this guy's a psychopath in like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's not what the haunt events are about. And I think that that uh documentary perfectly illustrates it, right? So was Midsummer Scream like kind of a celebration of that? It's like, just a celebration of just everything spooky and mm-hmm. you know, I guess uh, Halloween in that sense. I mean, you got some haunts that are of course just a little bit on the macabre side, a little bit of gore, a little bit of, you know, backstory that's a little bit, you know, crazy. But overall it's just a celebration more so than anything. Uh nothing exploitive, uh, exploitative or nothing that's gonna really hurt anybody. Um but this whole convention and overall just wants to give people a chance to really just indulge in the holiday that we all grew to love. And I'll kind of like piggyback off that. Like I loved Halloween growing up as well. It was like, it was the time of year I waited for that and Fourth of July were like my favorite. Cause you get to explode shit. <laughs> and then like at the end of the year you had like, Oh cool. I get candy and then I get to see really brutal Violent. I think we shit. talked about we talked about it last year because mm-hmm. we've been in a podcast for a year, Corey. Yeah, crazy. dude, it's about a Congrats, year. Congrats, gentlemen. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you listen back to our October one, we talked about our favorite costumes growing up. Question: What was your like favorite costumes that you had growing up in Halloween? Wolverine. What year? Ninety six. <laughs> what oh age, what age was that? Five. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. wore that everywhere. <laughs> I wore it to rake leaves. I wore it to the grocery store in the middle of March. Full on. The, the, yeah, yeah, like the uh, with the, with the little adamantium steel and stuff. The not thorns. What do you call them? Thorns. Claws. Claws. <laughs> Claws. Claws. Thank you. I was, I was like, what's the word for the thing that comes out of his I'm fist? Thorn you. My hand is a rose. That's a good one. <laughs> oh yeah, that but was definitely number like one. Like full on like X Men cartoon. Cartoon. One? Okay. Yellow. Black, I love that Little one. rib stripes. Dude, blue that's undies. The, oh, yeah, for sure. OG was, stuff. Um. What's his name? Uh, Hugh Jackman. He Hugh Jackman. He did. He had that version a couple times, but I wish he, he did that more. He yeah. was more more rugged and like I, Harley yeah, Davidson. Yeah. But and one of like them, every once in a while he'd throw that yellow suit on. I was like, oh, that's the uh, one I, know. I see. I but I, that guy. I will say one of the best freaking superhero movies I've seen is Logan. Logan, like, such a good Ooh. movie. Especially you know I could throw that under the uh, horror umbrella. 
Yeah. It's fair. It's That's pretty fair. That one Clean. and the Wolverine, the Japanese one. Uh, dude, that one's pretty fucking... I have seen fucking... that. What's that? Dude. Man. You haven't seen that one where he fights people in Japan? He's Japan. Wolverine? Fuck. Dude, he fucks people up in that one. Oh, I'll, look watch it it. I'll look it up. I think it's, I think it's just called The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just called The Wolverine. So, like, Wolverine was your favorite, I think. Uh, that was the costume. Either that or my uh, my character from Resident Evil. Oh, Hunk, yeah. Just got the helmet, got the gas okay. mask, body armor. Resident Evil's dope. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. I think if I were to say one at this point, I really liked my costume a few years ago. Uh, Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> deep pull. It's kind of a deep pull, yeah. Yeah, oh, I had like wow. a cigar. I had like the robe. The robe and everything. The hat. I've never seen photos of you. That's a good I one. I saw that. That was a good one. And it... it our be- some of our best friends, uh, John and Celia, had like a Stranger Things kind of themed, like a uh, Halloween kind of thing, and they had like the letters on the wall. It was super cool. That was a cool. That was that was really cool. I hate to brag, but my mom was pretty fucking awesome at yeah. making Halloween costumes. I won like most original almost every year in elementary school. I won. I uh, third grade, I was Beetlejuice, oh. and I won. Fourth grade, I was Elvis, and I was I was late to, I was late to the contest, and they still gave me a award because my costume was so good. And then I was like a postman, and then I was an astronaut, and yeah, I my mom shout out to my mom because she fucking killed it. It wasn't like Man. you went to this like nowadays where you go to the fucking Target and you just buy a costume. She would like I would go, hey, I want to be Beetlejuice. She goes, okay, well we got to get like a mo from. Uh, Three Stooges bald cap for you. We're going to dye it, and then we got to go to somewhere else to buy the Beetlejuice costume where we're going to make it black and white. And, like, she would piece it together from, like, five different stores. She's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than, like, She's the nowadays, where you go to Target and you just buy the costume, yeah, now you're the man. She's also the creator of the famous Sosa Scrutiny Shout mug. Out. There you go. Yeah. Thank right. you. Yeah. Shout out to mom. She's definitely an executive producer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. She's uh, dude, a I, silent yeah, producer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. I had some pretty good uh, uh, Halloween costumes yeah. growing up. Yeah. So, if, if uh, any listeners back there, go back a year. We had a really fun uh, episode last year about uh, Halloween costumes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, on the... Are you, oh, hold on. Do you guys have any costumes going on this year? I know everything's kind of up in the air with Halloween. Do a groom have- outfit. Oh, a okay. groom outfit. Is that when you're getting married? <laughs> yeah, Halloween. This year? This year. On to the 31st? On the 31st yeah. full Dude, moon. That's fucking awesome. Can I, like, <laughs> I know we're not, like, obviously you're not. Oh, the Is it a drive-by? Drive by? Oh, yeah. But... Is there going to be like a ceremony? You did like a ceremony, right? So it's going to be a ceremony at this chapel with just our immediate family. Is there a way to like zoom it? Zoom it. Oh, God, I want to see. You guys should yeah, you set up a computer. Oh, like, man. So, yeah, I mean, that I, the I'm initial sorry. No, no, totally yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. How are yeah. you doing a wedding during pandemic? Right. So the way we're going to go about it is just it's going to be the people that we've had contact with consistently, yeah. which consists of primarily um, immediate family. Oh, yeah. So as a result, we're going to go ahead and do the ceremony at the chapel. Of orange, right over there next to the orange circle, uh, for our ceremony. Is it where the Alusi used to live? Like, yeah, over there, right in that area. Nice, yeah, it's kind of That's a rustic looking kind of chapel. I love orange. Fits us. It's awesome, it's beautiful, really cool historic area. 
And then in regards to the ceremony, we're going to do it in my sister Branda's uh, house. Oh, and it's, it's beautiful house. Yeah, and they're yeah. doing it. And it's ironic because my mom and dad got married and they had a backyard wedding as well. So it comes full Oh my full God, that's, that's awesome. I'm getting all emotional because I'm like drinking too much. But <laughs> yes. That's awesome, man. Now it's too much gr- tequila for Corey over Too here. much tequila. The Rock, thank you. <laughs> thank I'm, just gonna, thank you, I'm not rock. even going to say Rock. This, I'm going to say The Rock. The Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. That's what his name is. <laughs> Mr. Johnson. Thank you. Hopefully, President Johnson. President sounds, Johnson. I know. That really? Sounds good. Seriously, that sounds great. Right now, that sounds fantastic. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but that's not what this podcast. Is. Yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> but, um, All right. What you're getting married at the Mar- chapel. The be- that's a really cool. Like it's the old school chapel. Right? Are you making it Halloween big- theme? So it's just it's gonna have touches of like I know our yeah. our little um, area, our photo area is gonna have like serial killer kind of cutouts and stuff, oh, so you can it. just kind of switch it up. Um, and oh, it's gonna be a, dude, yeah. that's so badass. Yeah. <laughs> is, Wait. Your, is your tux? Suit? Oh yes, there will be suit. I know the 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 biggest question was more so with uh, Vanessa, my fiance, if she was going to wear a black shout dress. Shout out! And while we were wearing a black dress, while we wanted to, uh, it was brought up many uh, times. I was going to. She ask, was not. Uh, what about a red? A red dress, just dude, like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Red, uh, I yeah, know dude. that was the biggest thing, but our parents would uh, make sure we were really dead if it, that was the case. And yeah, so they're, her, probably, they're probably it, paying his, for. Right, let me right. let me just say real quick, like your fiance is awesome. Like she's Thank super you. dope. Um, I'm so stoked for you guys' wedding. Like you guys have always been like, oh, those guys are cool. They like fucking <laughs> everything is like Halloween and like horror related. So that's really cool. Um, how'd you meet? Yeah, I was gonna say that. A little backstory. So cool. we Give were a little in, backstory about it. Absolutely, yeah. So we were in a dance group over in college. Called, uh, what was a Mexican folk dance called Folklorico, and uh, oh. I went in there just like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna meet girls. Did you and go in with your sister? So I actually your sister. Did. Had a I know. Like, so that was she has a banner at the school. Just yeah, shows like of how, her. Yeah, it's crazy. At Cal State Fullerton. So. On the one end, that kind of debunked my plan of like going and yeah. know, finding, you know, oh yeah, I'm gonna meet girls and stuff. Cause I was like, okay, my sister's gonna <laughs> keep an eye on me. And so she might just, you know, step in if I'm acting a little yeah. like a knucklehead. Well, lo and behold, ironically enough, she was the one that pretty much uh, set the stage for Vanessa and I to uh, become together. She was it's friends with cool. Vanessa. Um, our Ellie knew that Vanessa liked Led Zeppelin and uh, Guns N' Roses and the Dead Boys, and I did too. And then Perfect. surely enough, it's a match made in heaven. We have the same weird predilections. We're both uh, pretty, uh, you know, loud when we want to be, but quiet, you know, in other veins. And uh, the, the, I think the glue to it is all our mutual love of Halloween. Yeah. So she's, yeah, she's rad. And like, for your sister to be looking out, because I know she was looking out for you, oh, like yeah. for sure. But like, uh, it's such a cool connection there, like the the cultural connection and. Um, even even like folklorico is awesome. It's, <laughs> it's so cool. Um, I wish I could dance like that. But um, I wish I could too. I'm still not good at it. <laughs> You're like I get it for the girls. I get it. <laughs> I can kind of swing dance. Oh, nice. That's not you should get into folklorico, dude. Man. I yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I, can, I, can, do, I can do. I I hate dancing. That's <laughs> I don't understand. Like as a human, I don't understand the idea of like music playing and like you Moving go out and it, you yeah. go. And, 
you make weird movements like with the music. It seems so weird to me. <laughs> but I am a very good swing dancer. Nice, that, nice. So any ladies out there want to swing Ooh. dance? Well, also because you were you like jazz oriented, and like you. I, I give yeah. more props to my uh, aunt Linda because nice. she uh, she kind of taught me. She had like a an official, like a real swing dancer partner that was like yeah. professional. And he taught her all this stuff, and then she taught me all like how so to dope. Dance. Yeah, but hey, guys out there, learn how to fucking dance. Yeah, like, yes. I don't hate, I don't like doing it, but if you can waltz and just do a two step or like, dude, that helps Useful. so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So on the on going back to like haunts and stuff like that. Um, no, I want to keep talking about dancing. Yeah. I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to keep talking about dancing. Terrible man. at it. No, let's talk about horror. Work in the Batman voice. <laughs> All right. So you told us our like your your three favorite horror movies coming up. What's what's another one like that really like kind of hits you like what's the like the one in high school or mm. college that like was like oh shit oh yeah like Exorcist I mean yeah you know that was the Cabin in the Woods yeah yeah, like, yeah. are you talking like, like the two thousand more more like, like a boutique yeah give me like a yeah. boutique. You know what? I mean, growing up, I mean, while I was great, raised on the classics and everything, one that I think overall just, I mean... Underrated. Uh, under, oh, underrated. Ooh, that kind of switches the classics, you know, yeah. They no, yeah, they're classics. Give me an underrated reason. movie. Oh, underrated. Oh, my God. I can't think of it off the top of my All head. Right, well, think I'm, about it. I'm just going to go ahead and probably go with... Uh, I forgot it's called Leslie Vernon the or no it's like the rise of Leslie Vernon it's what? it's on you can I, dude, I was shutter. expecting see I was expecting like oh like House on Hunted Hill or that's a the cla- haunting Ooh. well when were the fucking like the roller coaster goes off the track is that House <laughs> on Hunted Hill that or? one's with Vincent Price uh, the one with the roller coaster I think is the one either. Um, what no, the final destination. The new house oh, the on haunted new one hill. with Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, yeah. So where they fly off the. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, that one was a lot different than the. The Vincent haunting was my shit. Haunting like, was good. Remember that with uh, what's her name? She was big in the horror scene for a while in like the late nineties, early two thousand. She's a kind of older white lady. Like, yeah. She was in the haunt, the remake of the haunting. Right. I don't remember her name. But she was great. Oh, you know what? I thought of I thought of a film. I thought of a film. I can't find this Leslie movie. No, it's okay. About. It's irrelevant. <laughs> it was just interesting. But like, I put I, you on the spot. No, you're good. That. You're good. You know what? Audition. It's a Japanese film. Still don't know it. Fucking. Hell. What about Ringu? Ooh, Ringu. Oh my god, that one was good too. The original or the one that you know I saw it first scared the shit out of me. Yeah, the, the Japanese version. But is the creepy. Japanese. I mean, I gotta give it up to. It. All the you know filmmakers out there, but especially the ones you know the Asian filmmakers, they are incredible when it comes to from everything from Korea, such as Old Boy, um, whereas you know that's another twisted film. But Audition, a girl, a guy, you know, he who's a casting a director, widower takes yeah. an offer to screen girls at a special audition arranged for him by a friend to take f- find of a new wife. <laughs> The whole, the one he find if the one he fi- fancies is not the one appears to be at all. <laughs> it looks pretty creepy. I've seen photos that, on TV. Oh my god! Audition, nineteen ninety One of my one of my old professors was a writer for the L.A. Times, and he was saying that everyone in his department that was their favorite horror film. And I yeah. saw, and oh my god, 
I it check is it twisted. Out. It's like Jody Arias. Do you remember that that case, Jody Arias? No. Wait, how oh. is that? So that, that's how she's actually a real person uh, killer. She uh, was obsessed with her guy Travis Warren or Travis Alexander, and uh, she ended up killing him because uh, she wanted to end the relationship. He was a she was just a booty call to him, but she was she saw it as something more. Dude. Yeah. So demented, crazy God. women. Getting uh, too hey, involved. Sir. Robert, uh, stay single. Uh, on, man. Uh, <laughs> audition is streaming on Shutter. Yes, there you go. Yes, and is uh, for rent for ninety nine cents on on uh, Apple. Watch it. Before There's we were talking audition. about videos, I wanted to ask you about your three favorite haunt attractions. Oh, that's right. We were, we were we were talking about haunted houses. I like that. Let's get into that. That's a really great one. So I'll put I'll do it in order. So number three, your third best. I actually really got to give it up to the Queen Mary uh, Dark Harbor. I've never been, yeah. So amazing. They just, you know, with what they have, they pull themselves off in their bootstraps and give you just this crazy, just unique, um, just kind of presentation of just, you know, haunts, mazes. You get to go on the ship and stuff and go through the yeah, maze there. Dude. Really nice. It's that already ship, a haunted that, yeah, ship. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that yeah. ship is already scary without, like, being in a haunted house quote unquote like if you go on the tour it's pretty scary sometimes yes <laughs> I've never been on the regular tour but you need scary. to go on the Linda Jemison tour which is my aunt she knows that ship like the back of her hand my aunt has climbed the smokestacks of the Queen Mary like she has been in areas that also, you are punk. not she's supposed like, to go to she's also a punk rocker oh, so she's man. done some crazy stuff we need stuff. to bring her over here man oh she's been on the podcast <laughs> you listen to it she's awesome she yeah she know one of her favorite things ever is the Queen Mary like and absolute. ghost stuff and yeah and 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 a uh, small little story my god or no my godfather my great grandfather uh sailed on that ship as a sailor really one wow. it was the gray ghost because for a long time a lot of people know it was they transformed it from a uh, passenger liner to a uh, soldier ship? soldier yeah. yeah they would they, they, in time of war they're like fuck it we don't need uh, tourists right now yeah. we need, we need yeah. people we need soldiers over there so they painted the entire queen mary in gray and called her the gray ghost and uh, yeah, my great grandfather was a uh, a soldier on one some, of those. Some that good awesome. trivia yeah. there. No, that's but really good. But people have died. Dude, one thing on the Queen Mary that freaks me the fuck out every time I go there is when they you go into the museum area and then you go in that room where you can look down and see the propellers. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, fuck that. I hate <laughs> my one thing about like not horror, but like just being scared is like deep ocean. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I love Deep Ocean. Uh, awesome. Deep Blue Sea, no, 47 meters well, down. Deep Blue Sea, I'm down for it because it's, it's like kind of on the surface. But, like, <laughs> the deep, 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 like, squid. Like, Dude, no, no. Freaking 20,000 leagues No the light sea. is available. Like, oh, that scares. Like, Titanic. Beginning of Titanic when, like, uh, Bill Paxton and his team are doing, like, yeah. You know, stuff down at this. That scared the shit out of me. So I it would be shit. for you. I hated it, that shit. For you, it'd be the deep brown sea. All of the seas. So you, Dark Harbor is dope. All right, that's yeah. good. One. What What's was your favorite? Like, what was the maze that like hit you there? So it was the one that it was kind of based on. Just like the central theme of it all is just kind of like a captain, a damned captain, and his you know crew of the damned you know lead the whole you know. Um, 
um, <laughs> circus of it. And so I think it was the one that I don't can't recall the name, but yeah, you physically go into the ship and you know you just see like a dancing woman in white and stuff. While you know, she kind of allures you and stuff, her little cronies and bodyguards pop out and like scare the shit out of you. And a funny story about that: some cholo was mistaking it for real ghosts. And so he thought it was only natural. I gotta strangle this girl to save myself and what? my family's life. So in doing so, he got himself kicked out. And oh man, and he's yeah. probably a little bit drunk or something. Oh definitely. Oh Do you yeah, think, of course. Okay, so I haven't done too many of these like haunted, like uh, not scary farm. I, oh, I love I, them. I, I have never done not scary farm. Oh, say that. that was I my did. number two. We'll go. We'll go oh, next yeah. year, dude. Yeah, we'll I've been to next year. the Six Flags one. Nice. Right. Well, you guys, one of you guys, any of you guys, both of you guys, I don't care. Go to the. They have a drive-through haunt. We'll get to that second. Ah, so we'll get there. But we'll get there. Oh, yeah. I wanted to bring that up, but as a dude, I feel like when I go into these like maze horror haunted house things at like amusement parks it's all about the girls yeah the, the actors they go after the girls they don't go really after the guys is that does that well, sound is that right they try but i'm the one who shits my pants in lids. <laughs> you really are afraid of it yeah no i'm not afraid i just scare easily like jump, jump. Uh, i yeah. do too like, i'm not afraid we, of weirdly I, I do too but that, in that scenario where i know i'm gonna be scared i'm just like ready for it i'm like that's why i challenge um, mckamey because i'm me? not i'm not afraid of anything Cause he'll just like dunk you underwater. He's like, "Cool, do that to me. I don't care." But when it comes to like people just jumping out and scaring you, like that kind of freaks me out. Yeah, you know, like just because it's but like, "Oh, do you guys you get the idea before. that m- majority of those things are aimed for women?" Yeah, I mean, could the moral, be. Yeah, they always. Go I think the hard the part is scaring the guys. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they're going in. Well, I, I mean, if anything, I think the guys are going in, taking girls in to right. get them scared. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I think oh, no. I, I think that's protected. part of the I think that's part of the social pecking order there. I think, like, I think it's hard to scare guys, guys in these haunted Guys houses. need to be all like, "I'm tough," and then the girls like oh. go into thirteen year olds and stuff. <laughs> I, every time I'm at yeah, <laughs> every time I'm at Not Scary Farm, like I see the gr- little teenage girls like, "Oh my gosh," and then the guy grabs them and whatever. But it's like Liz and I, when we went our first time when we were like 17, 16, whatever, when we were dating. Yeah. Um, and her parents actually let us. Like, we were like, we went, and I was the freaked out one. She was like, why are you so scared of all this? Like, you're lame. So it was nothing <laughs> like it. I pre- I'm not Rose scared burst. of, like, the, the maze and stuff. I, if anything, I appreciate the production. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that lighting. Oh, look yeah. at that smoke. Oh, look at that makeup. Like, I appreciate not, like, the scariness, like, the way that they did it. Like, I, It's more least, of an appreciation piece for you. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm on the film side. You know, right, I like to look right. on the other side of the, the, the curtain sometimes. Because, like, the uh, wizard of Oz, but so so, you're, okay. so you say so your number, number two, three is no, your number yeah. three is uh, Dark Queen Mary. What's number yeah. two? It, for nostalgia reasons, uh, not scary for yeah. it. It has right to be, here, dude. Yeah, it's so close. You think we're kind of yeah, we're spoiled. It's spoiled. the best. That's the word. It's the damn best. Do you thing think we we're spoiled near us? Yeah. California with this? What I, I think you know what with having all access to this, we are very fortunate and spoiled to have all that access. That's very a good fortunate. Word. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I, I think for many reasons, as far as giving you just a whole atmosphere 
yeah, then they take the cake for sure. Um, because, you know, where you go through the ghost town, they're popping out at you. You go to the bathroom, they're waiting in the shitter for you. Like, wherever you go, it is decorated <laughs> exactly like a Halloween maze. Now, for my number one, I do got to say it is Universal Studios because it's on a freaking, you know, studio production, production site, site. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, there are gaps in it, you know, where you don't necessarily get... Okay, I'm the illusion's gone. I'm, you know, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm out of my suspension of reality. But overall, the production of everything from Stranger Things to Ghostbusters to Creepshow to all the stuff that I'm just firing off from memory from yep. last year. Awesome. You know, it was probably one of the best mazes I've ever. And I, I'm a all Halloween haunt knots. Knots is my thing. Like, I feel like those direct creative directors are the most creative people. I've like some of the shit they come up with. It's like, you guys are so sadistic and it's amazing. (laughs) Um, When it comes to universal, the probably the best maze I've ever been with. And and probably the best time I've ever had is when we went all together. It was me, Andre, Charlie, Lisa, my brother-in-law and amazing people. Um, Your fiance, um, Alan and uh, Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. Alan works in Hollywood, so he's like all there, you know. Um, who else was there? It was a big group. Yeah, there was I think that was about it. I but think that wrapped it aptly summed it up. I haven't been to the Universal Studios, like, dude. Haunted thing. You would I love did, it, but, but no, I <clears throat> I did go there once with my cousin, and we did the uh, Walking Dead, like yeah, oh, maze. and it was like you know. April, it, but yeah. but that little one like section is like a, a mini, like haunted house, dude. If Killer. That, if that is, it's pers- it's like a, bil- it's above that. Yeah, like yeah. I um I could, I could see how they step it up with just that w- just that one little room. Like it's like, you know, yeah. haunted mansion at, uh, at Disneyland. That's their haunted mansion, the Walking Dead thing. And then expand that for Halloween, like right. dude, that's the, crazy. Mo- the most memorable. Yeah. It was great for us, and like I'm, we were with you guys, and Andre is awesome. We love going to stuff with you guys. Um, was the holiday themed one? Oh man, what was it called? Like, like, uh, dude, like Christmas? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was everything. all the holidays. It was Easter. a holiday themed, yeah, haunted maze. So you started with in January or like. No, it ended with Christmas. So you started with like Easter. Yeah. And it was like a creepy bunny and shit. And then you would go into like St. Patrick's Day <laughs> and it was this creepy little leprechaun. leprechaun. And, <laughs> dude, it was amazing. So unique, man. It, it was, was really so cool. Funny. <laughs> um, but then there was some really creepy props in there. And then of course Rob Zombie. Um, you know, Sid Haig, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Love that dude. Uh, Captain Spaulding, like seeing House of a Thousand Corpses in like a maze form was amazing. Absolutely, like, pun intended. Amazing, <laughs> um, but like I, the horror industry is so awesome. It's so like it's comedy, it's creepiness, it's drama. In some points, it's like, but it's very narrow. It is narrow. Yeah. It's like you don't. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get from the like. I don't know. It's really hard to describe because because like the horror genre does have comedy within it and it like accepts that comedy, but at the same time we'll look at the other side of like the detailed yeah. horror. Like I feel like that that 
the, the fandom, that's what it is, the fandom yeah. of horror will look center, but also like look left and, and <laughs> laugh laugh at like their yeah. own their genre. Like yeah. they will laugh yeah. like the this what's the uh, Bruce Campbell's shit? Um Evil Dead. Oh, Evil oh, Dead. Yeah. Like that that thing is beloved and it's funny horror. It's not it even is. like scary horror. <laughs> it, but then you look on the other side of that fence and then you got the exorcist and what? like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like going as hard as you can to like horror and that that fan can be on both sides. Yeah, like, and, I, yeah. And, like, laugh I don't, and the drama. I don't like, mean to be bring the bard card into this, but like Shakespeare, like whenever he like wrote, he wrote like comedy, but it was really tragedy. Yeah. And when he wrote tragedy, he meant it you, to be comedy. Have, like, sometimes you have to laugh at yeah, tragedy because exactly. it helps. It helps with the tragedy. And that, that's that's what I always thought. Like. Halloween even the Poles, man. Even Edgar, even Edgar Allan Poe, like, would make fun yeah. of. He was a little bit more morbid, but like Shakespeare, he would make a little bit fun of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, he would. Yeah, it is. It's it's this weird genre that, like, yes, it. You have to know what it is. Yeah, you can make yeah. fun of it. But you gotta appreciate it. Yeah, you can't just make fun of it. Right. You just make fun of it, then you're gonna be expelled from. You're gonna miss it all listed. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to appreciate the funny part of how ridiculous horror is, but then the other side of like how crazy and dark. Yeah. Like, who's your who's your fucking crazy um almost damos? Who's the fucking crazy Thanos Cosmatos? Dude, fucking Mandy and like yeah. that's the other side yeah. of the spectrum. Is that Mandy? Versus uh, Bruce Campbell. You know what I mean? Like, there's this other side of the spectrum. No, it's like, right. no. I'm going to show you uh, the most fucked up shit ever, and you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, have you guys seen going, Irreversible? Yes. Have you seen Irreversible? No. You want to f- mess yourself See, up? See, that's the other side. Yeah. I don't want to dive into that. I don't want to. The worst movie I've, I've not even seen it, I've heard of, is called A Serbian Film. just has to do with this guy's, you know, work in the Sorry. porn industry. Have you seen that? And... Ooh. Panos Cosmatos did Mandy. He's the most oh, fucked up Mandy. Yeah. Mandy. Is that, is that the uh, Jack built in a no. house guy? No. Go ahead. Keep going. No, yeah. I mean. No, who's the Jack? Who, you know what I'm talking about? Jack who built the house movie. What's that movie Have called? Have you seen this movie? The house that Jack built? No. That's the most fucked up director in Hollywood. Lars von Trier. Lars von no, Trier. Oh, yeah. He uh, is the most fucked uh, up director Antichrist, in Hollywood. Like, Willem Dafoe's penis. I'll never forget dude, that. I'll dude, never forget that. Not down for that. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's art. It's beautiful. Watch the house but, that Jack built. Okay. As much as I, I don't like that, I can look from an outside perspective to you guys that like appreciate it and go, yeah. Like I don't like it, but I Psychos. love. I love. Yeah. I love that you guys appreciate it because you guys get it. I don't get it, but you guys get it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like as a, f- I am a fan of any kind of film, but like the horror is not my thing. But it's still in the umbrella of thing, film. Yeah. Right. You guys are still in my gang and my my fandom, but you're just on the other side of the playground. <laughs> you know, in the dark corner of the playground with spiders and vampires and We shit. would be the kids <laughs> that were blood. like digging in the sand yeah. and like killing all the But I like, appreciate playing. you guys are there. You guys are there. Like making your oh, yeah. shit. And, yeah. yeah. That's all that's all so, I say. So off of um you know the the haunt thing, um 
I did want to ask, like, since we're in COVID nineteen, have you signed up for any of the the yeah. like the the drive through experiences or anything? That, yeah. I know Vanessa really wants to do the haunted hayride that they moved over yeah. to San Dimas at this point. Is it a drive through thing yeah, now, or is so, it you have to get out and go in uh, whatever? So you use your own car, from what my understanding cool. is, and then you just go by, and they'll pop out at you through every juncture in the woods, whether it's from a tree or just you know from under your car. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's what I've heard so up you know pretty well but the one thing i want to do is go through a haunted car wash because not only am i paying to get scared but i'm paying to have my car washed <laughs> after six months of it being dirty i love that i love that, that. <laughs> I love that. that's great I wait there's a haunted <laughs> wait, wait a minute is there's a haunted car wash it is a haunted car Where wash is I, need this? To I looked it up and i think <laughs> in sacramento that's I'm a going, dude. one we're driving to sacramento to extra get scary car wash. extra oh, wax yeah. it, <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow watch too, bro. Like they're using blood or at least like soap oh, that is like wow. blood. That yeah, is like UV. amazing. Yeah. Dude, if you wanted to get if if okay. <laughs> that there, was awesome. There is a new market. Yeah. You want your car theme your fucking car washes. Dude, like that's Christmas, great. Halloween, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's you a make, service. Yeah, and you can make Christmas scary. Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's close enough. Yeah. If you're the real dark, like, gas luckily, station yeah, owner. Luckily, not ever before Christmas, like, yeah. helped us juncture into that, like, scary Christmas. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that looks awesome. That's, that's in Orange amazing. County? I, I, that one, unfortunately, is in Sacramento, <sighs> but I want one soon. Dude. I will make that drive, not only to get scared, but to have my car clean. Yeah. You guys go. Two birds, one stone. It is. You it's... give me a call, I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's one in the OC uh, we bought tickets yeah. to. We're not, going about Not the... car wash no. related. We're yeah, we're going uh, on like, that. I do appreciate <laughs> the two birds, one stone, but yeah. <laughs> a couple I had weeks. A feeling, yeah, you know, they had to yeah. like, evolve into like oh, yeah. this car ride kind of scare because no one can get out of their car. Yeah. 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 And it, it, it's actually really cool to see some of these creative. I was talking to Casey, our, the person who was on because she worked for Haunt a lot. And she's like, a lot of the like creative directors on a lot of the like the, uh, the big, you know, the Queen Mary's and the Knots. And they're working with people to do like these big productions for cars and like you have uh stranger things in la i know they're doing the drive into oh, i want to nice. do that um cool. but they're booked out until like january it february up so wow. fast it did and yeah. it uh we actually got tickets to one called urban legends it's uh it's in uh costa mesa at the oc fairgrounds they built out like a whole like experience so you drive you stop scene plays out probably scare you and shit and then you move on kind of thing but it's really cool how creative some of these maze you know people have gotten like i mean this the mazes and everything have already been set up for years yeah yeah but now it's like oh now we can't have people in there so we gotta pivot and the car i i feel like the car honda thing is like a good little pivot like you can be like there's like safari yeah like car stuff where you go and like lions fuck with your car like yeah. why not fuck with your car with clowns and 
and vampires and shit. <laughs> have you that. heard of any of these? Have you like seen any of that? Like, have you, or read any reviews on any of these? Or so I know there's a lot of anticipation uh, just from the only ones I saw of the haunted hayride and everything. But I just think it's so cool how they're just kind of like just evolving the game a little bit. I mean, even just not only with the haunts, but just also with like uh, conventions. Like they do panels, like videos in which you pay film festivals too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm I want to know more about like especially just how to get scared, you know, in the new medium, the new form, how we want to do and, it. And, and having said that, like, is Ghastly Grinning having you go out to do some of this stuff? Or? So, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, the cool thing about Ryan is that he takes any pitches, any kind of angle at that nice. point. It's pretty much laissez-faire at that point. And so I would love, to, I mean, at this point, since, you know, it's relatively new, it'd be a pretty new story yeah. on our end of cover. And I think, you know, that would be something that would resonate a little bit more. So Jump around. Shout out there. right here to hey, Sosa Scooty Keep Pumpkin. going. I gotta pee. I gotta go back. Yeah. Seal's broken. <laughs> yeah, dude, like the, um... The idea that we could, you know, actually get out of the house and escape some of this crazy crap and, like, go see some of the creepiness that we all want. I think so, yeah. This, like, this is a good break from everything that's happened, mm. but it's safe, too. That's the yeah. best thing. It's safe. I'm sad for Knott's. Like, Knott's, like, it, they're a great theme park company. They, um, they, I have friends who've worked for them, and they, you know, they, they love doing the whole Halloween haunt thing. And, yeah. Uh, one of my friends has been like a manager, like scare manager, like of the mazes and stuff and like takes care of the actors and stuff. And she just says like, it's an amazing community and it's like, it's so sad. They don't get to do that this year. I wonder if they're branching out to these things or if they're like, I got to stay, you know, I got to go underground cause I'm going to stay true to my, Roots, you know, roots and everything. Well, I know one of my uh, uh, one of my friends. Well, not really friends anymore. He was just more of an acquaintance that we knew. He's a magician. His name is Micah Cover. He works at the uh, Beetle House over in Los Angeles, and um, he does uh, a lot of work just going to you know hospitals, helping kids out, you know, bring up their day a little. But also they do stuff that's called like a secret circus, where you pay a certain amount and only a few number of people could go into like this tent, which is of course you know COVID, you know regulated and everything and they put on a show for you so he does tricks another one of this girl from beat house and her, her name is crystal curio she does sword swallowing and she's just like impervious to pain and so she's like jumping on tacks and everything and they're still giving entertainment in some shape or form just to a smaller adapted audience what would you do if you're in this situation like what like what type of experience would you offer like uh, I know we're dealing with like low numbers or whatever. Would you do the drive through or do you have like a different idea of how this would all go down? I mean, I guess I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac when it comes to oh, that me stuff. too, yeah. Because I'm like, well, our scare actors, because they put their bodies on yeah, the line. Do. Yeah, and they get hit and right. stuff too. They get everything. And so my biggest thing is just to ensure the safety. I mean, I would love the notion of a drive-by if I were to put it on, but... You always get that one cavalier individual who decides, oh, scary, and they go and they run someone over. Um, but that's worst case scenario. I always think of the doomsday option first before, you know, how it gets there. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they're doing everything right. Um, something outdoors, like in a canyon, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, if you go to, Stowe, what was it, a Black Star Canyon at night. Oh, man. It's a pretty fucked up place. Scary. See, and I think, I think you could socially distance that. Like I think so. Okay, could they, like you could they do underwater? 
Oh, shit. Dude, you were talking about... What's that movie you were talking about? What was it? The Descent? The Descent, yeah. Dude, that's not underwater, did? though. That's in the... Caves. Earth. Caves. Yeah, but wasn't it, like, in water, though? There's, ele- no there's water. bodies of water, maybe. There's bodies yeah, of water, but, but there's no, like... Yeah. It's not primarily water. But the... Okay. I thought the movie was, like, they had to go underwater to get to, like, these caves. They... Like, did they? Oh, I don't remember. I haven't recall. seen it. So is it just long. more like just caves? It's and just, yeah, just like caves. Caves. I thought it was like underwater. They, ju- stuff. they parachute. Okay. I think but they like jump into the caves. Yeah. into the caves. Could you imagine like a haunted house in a cave? Oh yeah, and you what are those, only like, crazy do. Caves in, like, what do you New do? Mexico? Like see, and this is the sucky part because it costs a lot of money to put on these productions. Yeah. But like you, uh, if you really dress it out, like use nature's beauty and creepiness at night. To kind of like make up for that, yeah, and like say, okay, like we're gonna do a group at a time. Like you guys are all socially, you know each other. You're gonna go in. We're gonna wait a few minutes. Send the next group in that know each other. You know what I mean? That are together. I think the social, like slowly integrating back into the normal, um, would be like, okay, you gotta be a socially distanced group. So yeah. like, it'd be me, you, him going into like. Not scary farm, and then like a couple more people going into a maze or whatever. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be everybody free for all walk around the park. You know, um, well, that's what it, that's what we are nowadays. Yeah, like it's, last year, that's how it was. Like yeah. it was free for all. Yeah, lines. Yeah. And now it's the, like gonna be re- reserved. Are they even yeah. doing not scary farm? No, no, at all. Universal, no, nothing. Haunted Hayride, very, very popular, but I'm sure they're doing, like, drive-through. I think so. That's the... So, like, instead of getting on the actual, like, Haunted Hayride, you would get, you just drive in your car. I know, and, like, once it's... It's funny, though, like, COVID and, like, a disease and something taking over, like, a humanity is something the horror genre would probably love. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, like, a movie they would love. But now it's affecting their genre, not to, like, praise the genre. Right. (laughs) Well, I think ultimately the spirit of Halloween, like, and when you say haunters, haunters is one of the best. You should watch that because you get a perspective of like, like a documentary. Great yeah. documentary. And okay. I'm deep. I'm deep into this. Like, I've been doing this for years. I, I love this stuff. Um, but you realize that the in talking to Casey too on our podcast, like, people who are behind the scenes and like doing the haunt thing. Like they're very passionate. They put a lot into what they, you know, they're what like they put people. out. Yeah, they are. It's, the it's production very relatable to production yeah. that I do. And yeah. they don't. They get less. They get less feedback because they can't. Like it's not like it's filmed or anything. It just happens, and then you're done for the night, and then you have to reflect on that. Um, it's kind of like teaching, you know. Like you don't get like unless you film yourself. Like you're are like, guys, you, are you guys doing anything special for Halloween? I'm gonna teachers? do something for my kids. Oh so, man, for, sure. for the kiddos, scary. Yeah. I mean, eh, more cutesy, maybe. Cutesy, you yeah. guys are doing, you're doing first grade. You're doing more middle school. You can go cutesy, a more. but like at the same time, like some kind of like. Edgar Allan Poe? Cre- yeah, yeah, we actually teach Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, there you we go. Teach that's, that's, that's the way to go. Hopefully we get there. I don't think we'll be there at Dude, that point. Dude, you know the one Edgar Allan Poe uh, story or poem? What do you call his stories? Short stories? Short stories, yeah. Cost, the cast of Montiago? Cast of Montiago. Montiago. That Dude. one 
Excellent. fucked with me when I was in high school. God, that one fucked <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I teach that in seventh Dude, grade. Someone Damn, buried alive. Oh yeah. my god, that one. Well, and the kids love it because it's like super gruesome, and they they like that it's, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, Edgar and Paul, like he's, he's dope. He was like the OG horror fan, man. Like he made horror fun. See, and here's the thing: you would love these haunt things because at Not Scary Farm, they had an Edgar Allan Poe maze. Did you go that year? No. Oh man. They had. That'd um, be dope. That'd be dope. They That'd had. Be cool. the, they called it the Raven, but it was all of Edgar Allan Poe stories in a maze. That'd be cool. Wow. So they had Pit in the Pendulum. I'd be down for that. They had cast, oh, and the cast. Yeah. that one fucked me up too. Yeah, the walk cool. between the see. casks, Fuck. and there would be people coming at you through the casks. <laughs> oh. dude, it was so cool. Yeah, dude. So that I, guy was ahead of his time. Man. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Fuck. He would. Well, he was also on many a drug. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, he was doing opiates the and good stuff. drugs. A method to his madness. The good drugs. <laughs> but it was. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like. Halloween is such a good time because you have, you have people who are not as into the gruesome, but yeah. like still into the, the Halloween fun. spirit, the fun of it. That get into it. It's either the trick or the treat. You know, <laughs> yeah. the trick is like the scary part, or yeah. the treat is like the fun part about. And it. And I tend right. to be on the end of like the more fucked up it is, no, I'm more the, the more on Have fun, man. Because <laughs> like Mandy, when we went to see Mandy, oh, shout out. By the way, film. by the way, shout out to Frida Cinema because they're amazing. I they've been doing drive-through movies. I appreciate yes. that, but they show fucked up movies. They do, and I, <laughs> but they also show, Mandy is fucked up. But they also show like beautiful movies, like uh, Willy Mandy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, classics. and like they show classics. They're amazing. If you're in Orange County and you can get to Santa Ana, like Frida Cinema is the best place you is can there, go. Is there a drive-through that we can go to? And Frida does it like. Is it free to do it? Every month. We yeah. saw the Sandlot. Oh, we saw the we Sandlot. We were there with you guys. Yeah, Frida. we saw you guys. You went to, with him? He, I, we, we didn't know we he was going. Bats. You didn't invite me. No. We're we weren't meeting at that time. <laughs> Come on now. I'm turning my mic off. To say shut the fuck up. Can Corey. we go? I would love. I haven't been. Yeah, to a we'll drive, do a drive through. Drive in. Drive Definitely. in. Let's try. Let's, let's find drive one in. Yeah. Not drive yeah. through. Drive in. Yeah. But there used to be one off of. Beach and Lampson. Do you know that? I did not. Back in the no. day, in Garden Grove, off a of beach, maybe, maybe it was Dude, Chapman. There's like nothing over right, there. Where where the uh, Walmart, where the Walmart is? Yeah, that's used. That used <gasps> to be a drive-in. That's right. That was the first like drive-in I ever went as a kid. Did you? Oh, you remember that? Man, my brother and you sister would tell me. No, you my brother and sister would tell me, man. But I remember they were telling me about it because I remember when they were building the Walmart and everything Dude, too. I, I just can't. Young. I can't. Oh, Beach and Lampson. There's a Walmart and there's a Chinese food place that we used to always go to. Next door. On the other side. Yeah. Yeah. But that that corner, like the that was where, a where Walmart is, Damn. was a drive-in. Yeah, that was the corner of drive-in. And then, yeah, there was some more out in like northeast area, but that was like the Garden Grove. I remember going there. I feel like an old, old man now. <laughs> I went to a drive-in theater back in the day, and I saw Back to the Future. Do you remember, do you remember that movie, Bringing Out the Dead? No. The Scorsese movie? Yeah, with, Bri- with, yeah, with, with Leo. No, Leo was no, a youngin. Uh, no, Bringing Out the Dead with Leo. No, it's Nicolas Cage. 
But Leo was in it. No, he's not. He was in. Okay, what was the cowboy Give movie f- that Leo was in? The Quick and the ch- Dead. The Quick and the yeah, Dead. That's what you're talking Quick about. Quick and yeah. the Dead. And it, it's pardon me. <laughs> um, but uh, it's two that, different movies, Corey. Dude, dude, the double feature. That movie in the long fucking kiss. Good night. Both of those. That's what you remember. Got to see those movies when I was like nine or ten. Or I don't. Remember, I I honestly don't. At the drive. I remember watching movies at the drive-in. drive-in. But I can't remember vividly like what movies were, but the cinema dones. Cinema dones. Remember those? Yeah. No, you're too young. Oh. No, where, yeah, I've you, heard the name. You I remember, remember the terminology? Chapman, but I can't don't say you that remember? Over well, by the block. Isn't that where you would see just like the light shows and stuff? No, I'm like, no, thinking no, no, no. Something completely. So different. basically, okay. off of uh, like. Was it Orangewood or no? It was Chapman and um, it was basically it's part of the prison. State College in Chapman, <laughs> it's like where the right? Prison is State College, yeah, yeah, State College. There used Chapman. to be a really awesome movie theater there you know called that the Cinema Domes. And there it was, was like over there. it was like eight different domes, and each oh. dome was a theater. I saw The Matrix there. I saw dude, so many movies there. Yeah, that was so the fucking yeah. Blood. There's like a there's like a Burger King on Ch- if you keep yeah. going down Chapman, there's a Burger King, and then there's a Denny's. Yeah, that's closer, and then the block is like right here. Oh, but then like you had this on area. The and I think there's like Cinodome. I think there's like houses there now. Yeah, the uh, old folks homes. Oh damn, old folks apartments. <laughs> we sound like oh. Corey. We sound like old guys now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Jurassic Park at the Cinnadomes. <laughs> yeah. I saw the Matrix there, so we're very old. Oh, <laughs> so good. All right, so ended up a little bit. Huh? Music stopped. Where did the music go? Yeah, where did it go? Where my phone? It go? sounded like Mandy music. Remember a music? little bit. Oh. Yeah, that's we cool. Saw Mandy oh, that so good. Rest in peace to the composer. Uh, did didn't he die? Did he die? I thought he did. Maybe he did. Maybe of he COVID. Did. No. Oh, maybe. I hope he, not. I hope <laughs> not. I mean. Oh. <laughs> But I mean, that would sum up 2020 with the luck that I know. we've been having. What a bitch been crazy. This year has been huge. You, you mean this song, right? Oh, that's a good one. It's called Mandy. Barry Manilow? Not that song? Okay. Uh, sorry. Dude. Sorry. Barry Manilow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what a oh. long episode! This is our longest Damn, episode ever. Good. It's good. It's a good one. <laughs> You're coming back on, dude. Oh, yeah. right on! I we would have love plenty that. more to. I would love that. Ma- Are you free in a couple weeks? <laughs> As we get closer to the wedding, <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I want to say probably no. not, but you know what? I mean, we can always carve out times. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, man. Well, give me. You remember uh, that show? Figure it out. No, that's gonna get off topic. Go ahead. Thank you. Give me like here's here's the music from Mandy, the movie we're talking about, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I was gonna say like give me like two or three movies that non horror fans should watch before Halloween. I would say Mandy, dude, watch Mandy. Mandy. Mandy's pretty fun. Non horror. Non horror. Well, you know, someone like me. That That's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Were you able to last? Yeah, it? it's Halloween. Okay. It's Dude, it's not Christmas. The, the, <laughs> dude, this part. Oh, just for oh, that ooh. part. In the bathroom. His pain, his pain, and like Damn. how amazing Nicolas Cage is in that movie. Yeah. Watch you. Mandy. Damn. All right. 
That's mine. What's yours? Now, non-horror film, just for no, October. No, no, no. Or just, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not a non-horror film. But just not like to pitch that to someone that's non-horror, yeah. like oh, myself. Oh, someone that's non-horror. Like, like hey, of, yeah. I'm two weeks going into Halloween. I want to watch a scary movie. What should I watch? Oh, Lost Boys. Ooh, I love that kind of California Ooh. kind of vibe. It feels like I summer, like even though it's October. Yeah, you've been it's to Santa Cruz. You gotta, you gotta preface by saying. It's cheesy. It's very cheesy. You gotta know, it's fucking the 80s. 80s. Everyone was on cocaine. <laughs> it's cheesy. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. Yes. If you know all of that, it's a great movie. Yo, have you, be, you guys been to San, uh, Santa Cruz? Santa Cruz? No, I haven't. Have you? But I know it's based on it. Dude, I went there last year oh, or two years ago. It's surreal. It's amazing. Go to Santa Cruz if you can. Nice. Yeah, listeners Especially after it. Lost Boys. Oh, Fucking absolutely. Go there. And shout out to da Das Bootleg. They have a great Das, yeah, uh, das Lost Bootleg. Boy, like, you yeah. guys may not listen to any of this, but you guys are dope. <laughs> I'm wearing your shirt. I wear your shirts like every other day. So, but I have yeah. a great Lost, uh, Lost Boys shirt of Kiefer. I had oh, a sweater. I have a yes. Okay, one thing is Das sweater. Das Bootleg used to make sweatshirts, and they don't anymore, and Fuck you, Das Bootleg, for not making much <laughs> We love our sponsors. Yeah, I love you and I hate you. Uh, I've had conversations with. I, yeah, I, I messaged them. I was like, "Why aren't you doing this anymore?" Like, it's not financial viable. Yeah, like, of whatever. course, that's Fuck a lot of money, Bootleg. man. But they do. I uh, yeah. I have the sweatshirt of uh, Kiefer. Hell yeah! But then I bought the T-shirt too because so my good. sweatshirt was wearing out. I needed a T-shirt of that Kiefer on Lost Boys. So nice. yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a good one. Rocking um, the mullet too. I love that, dude. It's I love like, it. It's a fashionable mullet for a vampire. It is. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Lost Boys is the best vampire movie that's ever here, been made. Here, 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 here. I'm going to say it. Interview with the Vampire is nowhere near. Um, what what you got? You can include Jermaine Clement's mo like movie or... Uh, you can't, right, what we go, do in the shadows, okay, you can't I'm include gonna get, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> get, okay. That is a big thing it's to probably say. Probably the best movie. Even in the Vampire. horror genre that I'm not, like in the community, that's a big thing to say. That yeah. Lost Boys <laughs> is the best boy. vampire movie of all time. Like, there's a lot of. Nosferatu. Like, yeah, there'll be a lot of nerds to go. Black and white. Because, no, you know, I watch Citizen Kane. Black right. and white's better. <laughs> I will say <laughs> that. Oh, damn, I just had one. What you got, dude? I, I don't agree. It's good okay, okay. for the time. Yeah. Eighties. I, right? I do, but if we're talking eighties, and the other side of it being like funny, once bitten. Oh, seen you ever seen that? Oh man! Oh my god! It's a kind yeah. of a comedy. Isn't Jim Carrey um, in that is it one? Jim Carrey? I thought yeah, he, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh my but god! Here's the thing, though. With Once Bitten, there's Once Bitten, and then there's like another movie that's very Based similar, it, yeah. and I can't remember what it's called. Okay, Once Bitten is with Jim Carrey. Watch that one. But there's yeah. another one that's very similar, and I can't remember the name of it. But I did, I did like that one. Yeah. So nice. Mine is either Mandy, like you said, like it's 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 an action movie. I have another one. Sorry. Go ahead. Once Bitten. That's a funny one. Another funny one. What we do in the shadows. That is such a good show. Oh my gosh, FX. But have you seen this? Have you seen the movie? There's a movie. Oh, oh. Hulu. Oh, I have to rescind you my. You saw the card. show before you saw the movie. Oh, 
Just watch the movie too. Yeah, I have to rescind my horror card now. I uh, I don't think I could be here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's an no, idiot. I look at him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In the shadows. It is directed by Taiki Watiti. Hey, I know how much those headphones cost too. I bought it myself. <laughs> I know that, but. <laughs> The show, you, you, yeah. but you love the show. I love dope. the show. Yeah. You yeah. gotta watch the movie though. Like Ooh. anyone that doesn't know the show, go watch the movie because it sets up. It's it's the Office with vampires. Yeah, it's basically what it is. It's just like a documentary crew doing interview interviews, but vampires oh, in modern day right. vampires. Music. It's not Ambience. interview with a vampire, old school. Mo- like it's it's so clever in a way that is with the like the community of horror like it, it yeah. hits the notes but in a funny way but not in a way that like Bruce Campbell does it like yeah. in a corny like it's it's a very like I don't know what's the word I don't know like intellectual it's, ah. it's a very intellectual version Mandy. of like highbrow yeah, this is very me. pretty no, but <laughs> I love it what, what we do in the shadows it's yeah. a very intellectual like funny version of vampires and yeah yeah, it's I've seen so pieces great. of it. It looks really good. It's especially the movie, the knowing that like it's so low budget and like the little like special effects that they, that they do, like the vampires flying and stuff. It's just so clever. I just it's so well done. Well, I, I I haven't seen any of it. Uh, so I got to do some out. research. I got to do some. See, if anything, like in the horror genre, you guys are like maybe like the more fucked up, the more you guys like, the more funny. I like like the so Mandy <laughs> what we was do in the good. shadows. See, Mandy, Mandy is kind of funny. See, Mandy Lost was Boys like kind of goofy. You yeah, know? I like that side of horror, like making fun. Mom of and that. Dad, he would oh, like. Oh, that's such a good mom film. and Dad. You would like. I'll let you borrow it tonight. Nice. Yes, it's Nick Cage, dude. I, think I saw that. Is it the one where he's Selma Blair? I worked with her. Ooh, you did work with Selma Blair, but with. Selma Blair. She was a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to say Selma that. Blair. But <laughs> she was. It's Selma Blair and Nick Cage, husband and wife. I right? think I did see that. It's, but it's I, I think, awesome. I think I saw that one, and then I saw Mandy, and I didn't, and then I forgot about that one because Mandy was so just over the top. And it's Mandy, an art piece. Mandy's like a beautiful piece. It and it's, did you guys see that like purple? What's that movie that he's in? The follow up. Um, is it uh, the follow up? Or something? Or it's, it's was like it connected? No, it was. I don't think it was connected. No, not connected. Just there was like a purple something. To me, Mandy has the potential in like I like it as a horror movie, but it has the potential to be like graphic novel material. It's like it's beautiful. Like it's like a really cool universe that they could they could work in. Right. Like yes, I'm not gonna no spoilers, but like there is a plot point that kind of like you know throws everything off, but like. I feel like Mandy could be a really cool graphic novel. It could make universe. that crossover. Color Out of Space. Color yeah. Out of Space. That was a good movie, too. Yeah. Oh, man. That was really good. Did you watch it? Nick Cage, no. man. He is I wanted really to see good. that, though. Yeah. He's not as crazy Nick Cage in that, though. Yeah, he kind of mellowed it down a little bit. But and stuff. He, like, he found his niche. Like, horror. Weird, kind of. Like, like weird, ethereal kind of movies. Yeah. I, but then, then also, I love him in the Spider-Verse. 
as like the the film noir version. Did you see? Oh that? yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Like he like he, nailed it. Fucking Nick Cage, man. He's so good. awesome. He, and he, he knows exactly what he can do really well. And yeah. I was gonna say that my movie that I recommend it. Yeah, like Mandy is a beautifully artistically orchid. You listen to the music that's going on right now. There's not a lot of actors like. Orchestrated actors that I want to give a hug to. Yeah. But Nick Cage, I would love yeah. to give a hug to. Like Tom Hanks is up there. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. There's just some guys that just like, dude, can I just give you a hug? Like, I just want to give this guy a hug. I just want hug. to feel your presence. You know? Yeah, and it's, 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 it's nothing fan base. I just I want to feel your energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like. But it, they're, yeah. I just want to give Nick Cage a hug. Does that feel weird? No. Because like, he's awesome. Hey, Nick Cage, <laughs> give me a hug. That's it. So, so I'd say Mandy, and then um, what was the other movie I was thinking? The of? color thing. Tre- Tremors is really good. Tremors, Tremors. Kevin Bacon. I used to watch but that. But that's all the goofy. Time. Horror, it is goofy though. horror, yeah. And like I there like is that. that fine line where like the director and like producer, they know what they're making, so it's like semi meta, but like. But it's, then, it's this weird line where you need to like either convince the viewer that you're trying your hardest to make the scariest movie possible, or you're making fun of the like the genre. But does that then, make, yeah, does that make yeah. sense. But then, Jaws, like Jaws and yeah, but that's, and that's, Tremors, that's, but that's, like that's pre-genre though. Like that was is, setting yeah, yeah. up the genre. Like it really is. Horror really wasn't a genre until like the the Jaws and the. <laughs> it's Texas. hard to recommend like horror movies to people who aren't into the weird, creepy shit. Because right. these days, what it is is like, can I top the next person <laughs> on how fucked up the I can get? More transgressive, like the, the house that Jack built. Oh, yeah. that's a great have, movie. Have fun yeah. with that one, guys. I've not seen it. Uh, next time we talk, everybody's got to go see gotta that. Go no. Watch it. No. Not gonna watch it. I'd rather watch another Adam Sandler movie. Sorry. Are you into literature at all? Of course. Are you into literature? You the like most it? reading I do is on Netflix sub, uh, subtitles. That's all. Okay, I well, do. do you know Dante's Inferno? Of course. Well, I've heard of it. Seven Stages of Hell. You will love the Jack House at Jack Bell. I would rather watch Seven. Seven. Brad yeah. Pitt. It's another number. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just a fine line. I it, I think it's a it's it's a weird, you know, versus like comedy and drama where like there's this line drawn in the sand that's like it's either co- like really clever comedy versus slapstick versus trying to be tra- like drama versus like art drama. Horror really can do both. You can be yeah. kind of funny and be very serious at the same time and and the the fandom will go yeah i get it it's not weird at all like you did that it's like american yeah. horror or uh, american psycho is a perfect example right it's f- yeah. that movie's funny it's a satire it is there is really, some really yeah. funny very parts in that and, but then yeah. there's a really fucked yeah exactly right. and you wonder perfect if example. at the end like is it all in the imagination or is it real right yeah right you just never know, and that's what then that's what makes that's good what films. Like. Yeah, that's a good horror movie. Yeah. Well, I hope that after watch working on this horror movie that I'm doing, yeah, for the next two weeks, six six feet, six feet. Um, I've only read half of the script. I'll send it to you. 
You, want to, you guys want to read it? Am I allowed to? Can I like, put it on no, Instagram what afterwards? I, what is Raj? <laughs> got, hey, if Raj want to comes at, if Raj wants to come after me for sending the script out to my uh, producer, <laughs> I don't care. We're making the movie tomorrow. Like, All who right. cares about the script? We're making the movie nice. tomorrow. That's yeah. the big deal. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, yeah, I've ri- I've written, uh, no, written. I've read a little bit of it. I haven't read. The scripts of the movie I'm working on tomorrow at all. Um, but, you know, it, even theirs is like this little genre of indie that I think horror is like this weird genre. Like you, you don't have fandoms. Yeah. Like you don't have um, like comic cons of comedy. There's no like, hey, we're going to do a. A complete con- convention of the forty-year-old virgin and super bad and all the best comedy movies. They don't do that. They do comics. They do horror, and that's about it. Yeah. Like, what other conventions are there? There's yep. like the comic version and the horror version. Is there any like the pet version? Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because horror encompasses like all emotion. No, Pretty that's much. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is like. Yeah. There's a reason why the comic version exists and the horror. The comic version exists because there is comedy. There's drama. There's horror sometimes in, in comics, Marvel, DC. Yeah. But then you go over to that horror version and it's the same thing. There's funny, like Bruce Campbell. And like there's versions of like, we're going to scare you but make you laugh. But then there's a lot of versions where we're going to scare the sh- little shit out of you when we're watching this. Yeah. So I just, I appreciate that genre. I don't know. As a fan, I'm not in that. Yeah. I appreciate looking inside of that. Does that make sense? I always felt a good horror film just encapsulates just all the emotions on this, uh, like a spectrum of emotions. Like there you, you could laugh, you could feel a little bit of your blood boiling, a little bit of on the, you know, excited side. I'll just say that. But and you could just feel be filled with pure terror. And I think yeah. when it goes through that many emotions, just on a roller coaster of different feelings, I think that's what makes a truly great film. Well, I think of one of the most perfect films of all time, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. Like, that took you on a roller coaster of emotion. Like, I'm super stoked. Oh, shit. They're gonna fuck up. Yeah. And then, like, all these emotions. And, like, the story arc is perfect. And I think a good horror film does all that. Right. I think that's a good point. I think a good director does that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as much as I didn't like Midsummer, I'll, I'll I'll admit it. That movie gave me a feeling at the end. I didn't like it, but that director gave <laughs> yep. me a feeling. Ari Aster, Ari so Aster. he won. Like if there's like this competition between the viewer and the director, where this director is trying to make you feel something, like you know, there's these bullshit Jumanji movies where you're gonna come out going, okay, I felt good, but I didn't earn anything out of The Rock and Kevin Hart doing something. Yeah, but there is something out of something you know. Nicholas Cage is fucking screaming in a bathroom with a bottle of booze. That's like, one of the most beautiful yeah. moments I've ever you know, seen man. in a movie. As a human, yeah, that makes you feel something. So I, pre- yeah. I appreciate that more than just the minuscule, yeah, endorphin of Jumanji and the all these thrills. But, Scary know, stories to tell time, in the dark. I, you know, I love the Marvel movies. You know, you know we're. Are nerds too. Like yeah, that's that's the other side of it. Is like these bullshit Avenger movies that are the complete opposite of like Mandy. You yeah, know, Mandy is the exact opposite of what the Avengers is, but we like both of them. You know, they're yeah, they're both amazing. You gotta find that, you gotta find 
you'd appreciate both both of them at least. And also hate Machine Machine Gun Kelly. I hate everything he does. <laughs> I that's, knew that was going to come back up. I think that's the overall thing of this podcast is love horror, but hate Machine Gun <laughs> I liked him in The Dirt, though, as Tommy Lee. Fuck that album. <laughs> that, dirt? that album was terrible. The Dirt, he played uh, Tommy Lee in the movie Bobby Crew. And one of the reasons I don't want to watch it is because he's in there. Because he's <laughs> fucking in it. That's why. <laughs> we should have Machine, Machine Gun Kelly, Kelly come on our podcast. He hasn't Please. had a bad life. He acts like he has a, a like a terrible life. He hasn't. He's traveled the world. <laughs> My favorite yeah. lyric is when he's like, "If I was an artist, I'd be a depressionist." And I'm just like, "Didn't he I say have... that in the record?" <laughs> oh. I think he did. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. I liked it. Whatever. Machine Gun Kelly. Do your thing. I like if that. you want to have him so, come on the uh, on the I podcast, I'd love to have him on. Invite him on, and I'm going to talk shit. Come on, <laughs> Kelly. Ding, ding. I would love it. Uh, God. Awesome. So well, we're going to have you back on. Yeah, you're yes. going to come back on many a time. I would love it. Thank you guys for having me. And we want to <laughs> drink like more than a third of a bottle. Yeah, I would of love to have you on, John, just for the horror, because you got you obviously know your horror <laughs> shit, but like. With Liz and you, oh like, yeah, like I would love Teaching, to have a yeah. like. I'm not a teacher, and I don't have kids, but I love the idea of like picking in. Like, you guys are manipulating the future. Yeah. Like, I want to know what you guys are doing out there. Like, the, the kids that kicking I don't some ass, kicking some ass. <laughs> they'll be listening to Anima of the State. They'll I know. Be, yeah, that's all I want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Just play Thursday in thrice. Yeah. The I'll entire play time. Thursday tomorrow. <laughs> in fact, Billy. Yeah, I'll do it. Play it on Thursday. Just not. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing Cut. screamy. I'll give I you. Uh, get some, how like, about? Um, brought to you by Von. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Nice. Or how about? It's a little short. We'll think about it. That's a good one. Start with that one. Yeah. All right. What do you got to plug? <sighs> Anything to plug? Ghastly Grinning, dude. Yeah. yeah that's how do we get there? Ghastly Grinning. Go on Twitter. They're on Instagram, but. I think overall their biggest form is Twitter. I think, the, and I was telling Corey, that like a lot of the people in the writing community, that's their biggest uh, mm-hmm. way of building contacts and just getting things known. But you could also go directly to the website on ghastlygrinning.com. Boom. Uh, bam. Anything else? Uh, we got an Instagram? You want us? I was going to say go Lakers, but uh, overall I was going <laughs> to say, yeah, I'm on Instagram at a lion leon. Uh, so that's kind of like a double, uh, was it? Oh, uh, a little, a uh, little, uh, Fuck, I can't even talk right now. And I didn't even drink. You're not even uh, drinking, dude. <laughs> Double entendre or something? No. Alliteration? Uh, it was uh, a little bit. When you do... Uh, um, Double when it's negative. Something too much, it's something too much. Uh, like I was saying, uh, extraterrestrial alien. Yeah, there you go, dude. What, what's what's the thing? What's, it's the same thing, but it's just too much. Too much. It's too much. That's what it is. <laughs> a lion leone. Redundant. It was redundant. Redundant. Was there redundant. you go. Redundant. There you go. And uh, I'm at Twitter at a leone invasion. There you go. Nice. Twitter.com. We're going to have it back on, dude. Right on. Yeah, for sure. on. I would love to come back on. That'd be Great. awesome. Um, and like, shout out to all the haunters out there that are doing new things and trying new stuff. Um, and to all the horror fans like that, you know, keep the scene alive and. We're super stoked that we have like a community to go to, and um, you know, I was saying like time that's of COVID. Is, at as as niche as the horror community is, 
once you get into it, it's so big. It's cool. Yeah. Like yeah. you think of like an outside like me. Like I don't have, like horror, but I know like, if you go into Reddit or you go to one of these <laughs> Comic Cons and you just get your foot into that community, it is huge. Comics, movies, like TV, like that is, yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't like the genre, but I like to promote the yeah. genre. I like. I love. That people are in that genre and they're representing super, they're stuff. True that, to it, I, yeah. I I don't like. It's not my thing, but I love that someone else is there representing that thing. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. So what do we got to plug? Instagram. We have an Instagram. What is Thursday. it? Uh, what's the name of the podcast? I don't know. So, so screen so podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, we're gonna change the Instagram pretty soon, though. We're gonna change it to just so so scrutinies pretty soon. Um, but yeah, Instagram, Facebook, the so scrutiny. So, the so so scrutiny. God, this tequila is kicking in. <laughs> Good job, The Rock. www.sososcrutiny.com. That's everything. Just go there. Right? Yeah. Got the Ramart Media stuff. Oh, that's my stuff. <laughs> Did you Get- say the so so scrutiny.com? No. So so scrutiny.com. And you'll find Nova. all of our links there. Can you tell how professional we are? <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's only been a year. Um, I just I love everyone that's been listening. Isn't it been great? It's been a it's year. It's been man. awesome, yeah. It's been so much fun. We were talking about earlier how like how we started. Leaps, leaps and bounds that we've yeah. and now a year from now we're going to be even better and we have so, dope people on even better so appreciate cool. even better people you guys have been awesome <laughs> no, man. thank you guys for having me on. yeah no, we're gonna appreciate that you are coming back on oh, sorry i love that we have so your... much more to talk about so, yeah. <laughs> maybe i would love by the end of the month maybe you come back for like a halloween episode like we figure uh, out. I, I don't think know, I could squeeze your wedding, it in. Dude. We'll see. I mean, you you oh yeah, it? you're getting married. Nothing's out of Shit. the realm of possibility. Everybody, congrats to Andre yeah, for getting right. married soon. <laughs> Thank you, All, All right. right. Instagram, Social Security Podcast, Facebook, SocialScrutiny.com. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. And I'm Andre. That's Social Security Podcast. See you guys later. Peace. Bye.